I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all coming and it's not going to be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you going to do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years and off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada, but it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds, is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says, your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So, Go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT, and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. 
and we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore. And then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. Slaves again when the beating of your heart echoes. 
echoes the beating of the drums. There is a life about to start when tomorrow comes. Will you join in our crusade? Who will be strong and stand with me? Beyond the barricade, is there a world you long to see? Then join in the fight that will give you the right to be free. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? It is a duty all the people do, and must be saved again. When the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drums, there is a light about to start when tomorrow comes. Will you give all you can give so that Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. I know why you're here, Neil. I know what you've been doing. I know why you hardly sleep. Why you live alone and why night after night you sit at your computer. You're looking for him. I know because I was once looking for the same thing. And when he found me, he told me I wasn't really looking for him. I was looking for an answer. It's the question that drives us, Neo. It's the question that brought you here. You know the question, just as I did. Don't do what he did 
He was hell-bent to find a man behind All the whiskey scars I hid I never thought my day of justice Would come from a judge under sea But I knew right then I'd never get hit again When he said to me Wait in the truck Just wait in the truck Cancel. Cancel. Go down one. Click on that one. 
then click on the other one. Okay. There we go. There we just go. That stupid thing. And welcome back, fuckers, to another edition <laughs> of True Spiracy. True Spiracy number 66, mm -hmm. knock three, and the book of giants because that's only like 25 minutes so we had to find something else to do well, so and when i went looking for the book of giants and i went looking for you know enoch book of giants it pulled up enoch book three and i was like wait there's a book three we only did we only read books one and two, two. apparently book three is like chapter 71 through 103 and um it's uh it, it gets it's when enoch becomes metatron and moses comes back too and it's the story of noah or Manoah. I'm Noah's sorry, Noah birth. Yeah. Moses is mentioned in there as well. It's all three. So, uh, so we will be. Yes, Claire. This is where their masks come off. All right. A little, little housekeeping first. So before we dig into that, um, Sparky, good to have you back. Sorry, you've been feeling a little cunty this week. I completely understand that. I've been, I'm, I'm cunty every day. So it's all good. Um, we still love you. So glad to see you back. Griff, uh, the yard sale went. Thank God, because I prayed that the rain would hold off. Um, and, uh, but I didn't get as much advertising out there as I would have liked to. And the farm down the street actually changed their event to next Saturday. So everyone that would have gone past my yard to go to the farm, because you have to go past our yard to go to the farm, is coming next Saturday. So I guess I'm gonna do it again next Saturday. Um, although we will do a show next Saturday. But it went pretty well. I sold all the bread and some eggs and um, some toys and some books and made like 70 bucks. Wasn't bad. So there you go. You know, I only brought about half the stuff out because we kept it under a tent because it was threatening rain all morning. And I was like, I don't want to put a bunch of toys and books out in the yard and have them not under a tent. So um, but it went okay. I mean, the yard is like flooded. So <laughs> um, that was a little rough, but that's okay. It's, uh, it's, it's good. It was good. So there you go. You know, it's all good. Like I said, we'll do it again next week. Now that we have, now that we have it down, we kind of know what we're doing. And now that all of my Facebook groups were approved because they like got approved yesterday afternoon after the yard sale <laughs> was over. And I was like, fuck, none of my messages went out. What the fuck? So yeah. Anyway, uh, kids this, right on Seamus? No, no. This is working a lot better. This is working a lot better. I'm actually very surprised. I am. I'm impressed. It was completely an accident, too. It was. We switched back over to Chrome because Mick fucked it up. And um, Well, no, I, I had to shut the computer down to start yeah. back up. When I did, I completely forgot to change back to Firefox. And when I did it, I brought everything up in Chrome and I didn't even think about it. And then I was like, oh, shit, it's time to start the show. And I ran back in here and I just started it, not even thinking about it. And then like halfway through the startup, I'm watching it go through and I'm like, oh, shit. But it's, it's working well. It seems to be working just fine. Better than uh, the other one. So so hopefully you guys get to watch yeah. a little bit better and it doesn't look like we're. Exactly. Or we're like a 10 second delay from what we're saying. Yes. To what moving. Yeah. Mouth move. Yeah. So um, the kids probably could ride on Seamus. Griff, I'll tell you what. Uh, he has hit his full growth about his legs have gotten a lot thicker um no now he's going out yeah so now he's just getting he's, he's getting thicker he's getting thicker he stopped growing up now he's growing out um but he does love to go run with the ponies that they have a couple miniature ponies over at the farm down the street and he loves like it's right down it's literally just down the street from his best friend's house. And I don't normally walk him on a leash anyway, but when we go over to his friend Porter's house and Porter's not there, Seamus likes to keep going over to the farm to see who else he can say hi to. And he just jumps right through that damn fence and he goes and runs around with the miniature ponies because they're the same size as him. 
They can keep up with them. So they all run around and like the, the horses are like, holy shit, there's a dog that's our size. And Seamus is like, holy shit, there's another animal that's my size. So yeah, they have a blast together and they go run around the farm. Um, and I never ever see anyone over there because I'd totally be like, hey, is it cool if my dog runs with your horses? But there's literally no one ever there. Like no fucking clue where they are. So whatever. I want to get some milk from them too. So find out. But gonna have to go over there. I'm gonna like, wait, I go over there every day. Look for their hours. There's no one there. Anyway, I think they're primarily there in the afternoons because they give riding lessons, you know, so. Probably after school type shit. Exactly. After school evenings, that kind of thing. Most people are not available during the day to go, you know, hang out at a farm. So, yep. yeah. Yes. A dog and pony show. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. Redneck renegade. Good to see you, friend. Mm hmm. Yeah, Lindsay, I should tell that dumb racist cunt down the street from me that he just identifies as a horse. <laughs> She's scared of him because he looks like a scary dog. Um, I should just tell her, well, he identifies as a pony. Ponies aren't scary, right? Actually, ponies are little fuckers, by the way. I just say, they'll, they'll bite you in a <laughs> Ponies are assholes. They fucking hate everybody. They hate humans, period. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ponies are seriously assholes, but that's okay. Anyway. So, I guess we'll get into it. Yeah. Enoch. Three, book three. Enoch, book three. So if you guys don't remember Enoch, book two, too bad. You, you should be able to present it the same way we were presenting them before. Share should, screen? Yeah, no, video file. Do it the same way you were doing it before. You should be able to do it the same exact way. Okay. Shouldn't be any different. Let's see. Let's see, because last time we tried it this way, it didn't have sound. Okay, well, if this doesn't have sound, let us know. Okay? Yeah. So if this doesn't, it should. It's got a speaker down at the bottom of the screen. It so does. it should. The Book of Enoch. Okay, I hear Chapter it. Chapter 72. Do you guys hear it? Did you guys hear that? I know it's going to take like 10 seconds to catch up. So. We have Shetlands. 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 There's Shetland. Shetland ponies. All right. Were you guys able to hear that like quick one second intro there where the book was playing? Yeah, cool. Five, okay. five, five. Perfect. We're going right. to roll with it. Here we go. To 107. The Book of the Courses of the Heavenly Luminaries. The Sun. Chapter 72. The Book of the Courses of the Luminaries of the Heaven. The relations of each according to their classes, their dominion, and their seasons, according to their names and places of origin, and according to their months which Uriel, the holy angel who was with me, who is their guide, showed me. And he showed me all their laws, exactly as they are, and how it is with regard to all the years of the world, and unto eternity, till the new creation is accomplished, which dureth till eternity. And this is the first law of the luminaries. The luminary, the sun, has its rising in the eastern portals of the heaven, and its setting in the western portals of the heaven. And I saw six portals in which the sun rises, and six portals in which the sun sets, and the moon rises and sets in these portals, and the leaders of the stars, and those whom they lead, six in the east and six in the west, all following each other in accurately corresponding order. Also, many windows to the right and left of these portals. And first, there goes forth the great luminary named the sun, and his circumference is like the circumference of the heaven, and he is quite filled with illuminating and heating fire. 
the chariot on which he ascends, the wind drives, and the sun goes down from the heaven and returns through the north in order to reach the east, and is so guided that he comes to the appropriate portal and shines in the face of the heaven. In this way he rises in the first month in the great portal, which is the fourth of those six portals in the east. And in that fourth portal from which the sun rises in the first... That would be April. April. The fourth portal. Think about it. Yes. The portals in the middle, all the portals are months, yeah. if you look at it that way. April would be the first portal. The fourth portal, but the first month. But the first month. Yep. So it shows you that our calendar is even fucked up. Yep. April is the first month of the year. Yes, you can. We are. Um, Bring us up. We're, we're, we're we always do. We smoke like Jamaicans. Seriously, we, you have to smoke for this. You have you to. Me? This, there's no other way to yes. do this. Smoke all the time. Yeah, we, we do. Yeah. Actually. You can. You, you can do. Look, this is America. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do. So Liam came out to the porch to me last night and he asked me a question. He asked me something about marijuana. And I said, do you know what marijuana is? And he goes, yeah, it's a plant that grows out of the earth. And I mean, it's, it's, a, it can be a drug, but it can also be a medicine. And I, I picked up the bottle and I shook it and I go, yeah, buddy, that's what this is. What do you think the plants are that are growing out there? It's your dad's medicine. I just don't trust the shit that we get from the government because I don't trust anything that we get from the government. <laughs> so I grow up myself. And he goes, and he put two and two together and he goes, oh, dad's high all the time now. I said, no, not really, actually. Because once you smoke regularly, you don't get high anymore. And he was like, really? I said, yeah, really. He goes, then why is it considered a drug? Exactly. Anyway. It's amazing. From the words, of, from the mouths of babes. From the mouths of babes. Then I was like, make sure you do not tell anybody at school or your parents or like your friends or your friends' parents or your teachers or anything that we grow marijuana because we'll get in big trouble. So don't, don't tell anyone. I give you shit if you tell them we smoke. I just give don't tell, shit. Don't yeah. tell them. <laughs> like that's not anyone's business. It's one of those family secrets we keep. Y'all are our family. So keep that secret for us. Okay. They will. I'm not about it. <laughs> Month are 12 window openings from which proceed a flame when they're opened in their season. When the sun rises in the heaven, he comes forth through that fourth portal thirty mornings in succession, and sets accurately in the fourth portal in the west of the heaven. And during this period, the day becomes daily longer, and the night nightly shorter to the thirtieth morning. On that day, the day is longer than the night by a ninth part, and the day amounts exactly to ten parts and the night to eight parts. And the sun rises from that fourth portal, and sets in the fourth, and returns to the fifth portal of the east thirty mornings, and rises from it, and sets in the fifth portal. And then the day becomes longer by two parts, and amounts to eleven parts, and the night becomes shorter, and amounts to seven parts. And it returns to the east, and enters into the sixth portal, and rises and sets in the sixth portal one and thirty mornings on account of its sign. On now, something you have to remember here, okay? Back then, when we're, we're talking about portals, everybody's asking, well, what's a portal? Okay, think about it this way. 
they didn't have watches back in the day. Mm -hmm. Okay. What they had were buildings that were constructed for specifically telling time. They had turtles. They had women's cycles. They had, yes, they had that. They had turtles. They had windows. And as the sun went through the window, depended upon the time, depending upon the year, um, the portals are just ways that they told time back in the day. They didn't have a sundial that they wore on their wrist. There wasn't like a clock that was sitting on the wall. So the only way that they could time tell the time of the day and the month and the year that they were in were in these specific buildings. For instance, there's some new research, and I don't know if you guys have looked in this, but the, the Colosseum or the Pantheon, sorry, in Rome. The Pantheon in Rome, if they leveled all the buildings. No, you're right. The Colosseum. Is it? Mm-hmm. No, the Pantheon is the one I'm talking about. Pantheon they, in Greece. The Colosseum's no, in Rome. What's the eye then in Rome? The eye the has the eye in the center of it. Has the dragon's hole. Isn't that called the Pantheon as well? Mm. It's one of the Holy Roman Maybe. sites that you see. It's called the Pantheon in Rome. Anyway, they were just talking about it. If they leveled the Pantheon, uh, everything around the Pantheon, not the Pantheon itself, because there's a lot of artist descriptions of the Pantheon and the way it's been said back in the day, there was nothing around the Pantheon. It stood by itself. It was a lone building and they weren't allowed to build anything by it. And everybody asked the question, why? Everybody said it was a holy place, <laughs> but why? No, it wasn't a holy place. That's how they told time. That building told you they're finding inscriptions now in the ceiling where it told you the month it told and none of the windows line up unless the sun's at a specific angle. When the sun's at a specific angle, it tells you exactly the time, the day, the month and the year. And that's how they were caught onto this. But my question is this, if we're on a spinning earth, how is that possible? Exactly. If we're spinning in a hyperbolic circle or spiral constantly at 666,000 miles, how is that possible? Exactly. We're we're not. It's not. Because as he just said, I mean, literally the whole start of this was talking about flat earth in case you guys missed it. Anyway. That day, the day becomes longer than the night and the day becomes double the night and the day becomes 12 parts and the night is shortened and becomes six parts. But in every part, remember, and this goes back to Enoch too, there's supposed to be 18 hours in the day, not 24. 18 hours in the day. It's the only way the math works out. Yeah. And the sun mounts up to make the day shorter and the night longer. And the sun returns to the east and enters into the sixth portal and rises from it and sets 30 mornings. And when 30 mornings are accomplished, the day decreases by exactly one part. And that proves that April is the first month because this is now we're to June, right? Three months after the start. And now in July, because June 21st is the solstice, it's the longest day of the year. Mm -hmm. After that, things start to get shorter. And that's what he's talking about, right? And you go into the sixth, the sixth portal is the longest day of the year mm-hmm. is in June. So April is the first month. And becomes 11 parts and the night seven. And the sun goes forth 
from that sixth portal in the west and goes to the east and rises in the fifth portal for thirty mornings and sets in the west again in the fifth western portal. On that day, the day decreases by two parts and amounts to ten parts and the night to eight parts. And the sun goes forth from that fifth portal and sets in the fifth portal of the west and rises in the fourth portal for one and thirty mornings on account of its sign, and sets in the west. On that day, the day is equalized with the night, and becomes of equal length, and the night amounts to nine parts, and the day to nine parts. And the sun rises from that portal, and sets in the west, and returns to the east, and rises thirty mornings in the third portal, and sets in the west in the third portal. And on that day, the night becomes longer than the day, and night becomes longer than night, and day shorter than day, till the thirtieth morning, and the night amounts exactly to ten parts, and the day to eight parts. And the sun rises from that third portal, and sets in the third portal in the west, and returns to the east, and for thirty mornings rises in the second portal in the east, and in like manner sets in the second portal in the west of the heaven. And on that day the night amounts to eleven parts, and the day to seven parts. And the sun rises on that day from that second portal, and sets in the west in the second portal, and returns to the east into the first portal for one and thirty mornings, and sets in the first portal in the west of the heaven. And on that day the night becomes longer, and amounts to double of the day, and the night amounts exactly to twelve parts, and the day to six. And the sun has therewith traversed the divisions of his orbit, and turns again on those divisions of his orbit, and enters that portal thirty mornings, and sets also in the west opposite to it. And on that night has the night decreased in length by a ninth part, and the night has become eleven parts, and the day seven parts. Okay, and the difference between this and the clip that we watched the other day, where the guy was saying that there's 12 months of 28 days, this does break it down to, you know, alternating months of 30 days and 31 days for 12 months of the year, but with 18 hours in the day, right? Because he talks about the 12 portals, it's 12 months in the year. So what do you go by? Do you go by the turtles or do you go by the book of Enoch, which was given to him by the angels? Personally, I'd go by the angels, but... Actually, for time, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go by the angels at all for time. They have no concept of what time Except is. Except for Uriel, Uriel is the timekeeper, and Uriel is the one that described all of time, this to Enoch. Uriel is the timekeeper for man. He is not the mm -hmm. timekeeper for all time. He's only the timekeeper for man. Exactly. And he described this to Enoch as the time for man. But honestly, I'd never, I'd never go with anything an angel says because they know nothing of our time. Their, uh, our time to them is nothing. Yeah. So Ryder says, "Why was the Book of Enoch banned from the Bible?" Asking for a friend. That's an excellent question. I think it because I think it's because it explains too much. I think Enoch gives us. No, no, Enoch and all right. So during. Remember the Council of Nicaea. 
Council of Nicaea, what was it to what was it set to do? First, it was set to do to prove God's divinity. All right. That's that's the first thing the Council of Enoch was set up to do. Nicaea. Or uh, Nicaea, I mean. Second thing Council of Nicaea was to do was to define who Jesus Christ was. And when I mean define Jesus Christ, he's a carpenter. He was from Galilee. He was born in the barn. Of Immaculate Conception. Via Immaculate Conception. And he was the son of God. And he was the son of God. Okay. Let, that's that's essentially the story, right? And any book that deviates from that or shows Jesus to be too much of a man and not as much of a God is automatically banned. Because it questioned his divinity. So when we look at this, you have to remember all of these books were written by men. The question is, I guess what the problem is, is that mankind has asserted his own dominance over what people believe and what people see as to what people feel and as to what people really see. They do this in politics. They do this in, they do this in religion. They do this. Think about it. Think about the religions out there that demonize other religions. Uh, all of them. I mean, seriously, think about that for just a second. They say they get along, yet the second the doors close in their separate churches, they talk shit about each other. Yep. How is that a messenger of God? Because the last time I checked, we weren't supposed to judge on that. That's not our judgment. That's not their judgment. Mm -hmm. So I don't like that shit at all. And I think that shit's fucked up. But to, to say that Enoch was thrown out for any other reason than he showed that Jesus was a man first, before he was anything else, that is the reason. That's the ultimate reason. Because it actually portrayed him as a human. Well, except Enoch doesn't talk about Jesus because Enoch was well before well, Jesus was never too. born. I think Enoch was banned. Now, that's like why the book of Thomas was banned. That's why the book of Judas was banned. Yeah, that's why true. Mary Magdalene was banned um, for that for that exact reason. I think Enoch was banned because it go, it tells too much about the angels and the hierarchy and the giants and the Nephilim and the interdimensional otherworldly creatures that directly influence our lives that they did not want us really to be aware of. That apparently we are, though, as of today, because the CIA has released, yes, they're interdimensional, interdimensional creatures. Yes, yes but they don't talk about the Bible or, you know, or angels or demons. They don't they want talk to talk about, about aliens. That. They don't want to talk about Exactly. That. It's going to be scary when they find out, fuck, <sighs> should have talked about it. And yes, Enoch is coming back. Um, Supposed to. In fact, I may have already found him, but that's. Believe in this chapter, time. actually in this book, we'll hear about it. Yeah. We'll hear about his return. Jesus did speak of Enoch, but Enoch did not speak of Jesus. Except not, except as a, a the future. A you prophet. Know, coming he was Christ. only, he was only described as a prophet to Enoch. And Sparky, yes, the book of Enoch also suggests that, well, suggests that aliens are creators it, more like god created the 
the Elohim is what we call them. And then the Elohim created us, but there is a level between the direct from direct creation from God. Um, I think we were created without the direct permission of God. And so God gave us souls and free will um, to thwart something that had been done against his wishes. That's just what I think. So just to make it as hard as possible for the other kind of just to be a dick. Yeah. 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 Just to make it almost impossible for him, them to, but it's not really worked out well for him. Like we, I had this, you know, our 11 year old is very intuitive. And uh, so we were having a discussion last night before the one about marijuana um, about, uh, fr about free will and an original sin and all prompted by him. And uh, he's asking me about original sin and, you know, why, why, why even was there? Why didn't God just wipe it away? And I was like, well, because of free will. And he said, well, free will doesn't seem to have worked out so well for God um, or for us, really. Uh, maybe God should just take that back. Well, it's kind of like Leo Slayer's comment the other night that, well, the Secret Service never saved a Kennedy anyway. So what's the difference? I mean, free will's not really worked out. So, um, cause look what we've done. So from the mouths of babes, from the mouths of babes, you anyway. can't still lie. And the sun has returned and entered into the second portal in the east and returns on those his divisions of his orbit for thirty mornings, rising and setting. And on that day the night decreases in length, and the night amounts to ten parts, and the day to eight. And on that day the sun rises from that portal, and sets in the west, and returns to the east, and rises in the third portal for one and thirty mornings, and sets in the west of the heaven. On that day, the night decreases and amounts to nine parts, and the day to nine parts, and the night is equal to the day, and the year is exactly as to its days, 364. And the length of the day and of the night, and the shortness of the day and of the night arise. Through the course of the sun, these distinctions are made. And so it comes that its course becomes daily longer, and its course nightly shorter. And this is the law, and the course of the sun, and his return as often as he returns, sixty times, and rises, the great luminary which is named the sun, for ever and ever. And that which thus rises is the great luminary, and is so named according to its appearance, according as the Lord commanded. As he rises, so he sets, and decreases not, and rests not, but runs day and night, and his light is sevenfold brighter than that of the moon. But as regards size, they are both equal. Okay, so something here. A lot of people say that Jesus isn't real, that Jesus wasn't real, that when they say that Jesus was the Son of God, they're actually talking about the sun in the sky. Except right here, we learn that the sun wasn't called the sun. The sun was called the great luminary. So that argument falls apart. No, the the sun was known as one of eight great luminaries. 
there are a total of eight. That's how the book started out. There were eight luminaries. And it talks about the sun being the first one. And one, the, the first great luminary. The great luminary. Correct. Which is named the sun forever and ever. Yep. Okay. The first great luminary is the sun. They already said that once before. There'll be another one too that they're going to talk about. I guarantee the next great luminary is the moon. Mm -hmm. Chapter 73 And after this law, I saw another law dealing with the smaller luminary, which is named the moon. And her circumference is like the circumference of the heaven, and her chariot in which she rides is driven by the wind, and light is given to her in definite measure. And her rising and setting change every month. And her days are like the days of the sun. And when her light is uniform, full, it amounts to the seventh part of the light of the sun. And thus she rises. And her first phase in the east comes forth on the thirtieth morning. And on that day she becomes visible, and constitutes for you the first phase of the moon on the thirtieth day, together with the sun in the portal where the sun rises. And the one half of her goes forth by a seventh part, and her whole circumference is empty without light, with the exception of one seventh part of it, and the fourteenth part of her light. And when she receives one seventh part of the half of her light, her light amounts to one seventh part and the half thereof. And she sets with the sun. When the sun rises, the moon rises with him and receives half of one part of light. And in that night, in the beginning of her morning, in the commencement of the lunar day, the moon sets with the sun, and is invisible that night, with the fourteen parts and the half of one of them. And she rises on that day, with exactly a seventh part, and comes forth and recedes from the rising of the sun. And in her remaining days she becomes bright, in the remaining thirteen parts. Chapter 74 And I saw another course, a law for her, and how according to that law she performs her monthly revolution. And all these Uriel, the holy angel, who is leader of them all, showed to me, and their positions. And I wrote down their positions as he showed them to me. And I wrote down their months as they were and the appearance of their lights till fifteen days were accomplished. In single seventh parts she accomplishes all her light in the east, and in single seventh parts accomplishes all her darkness in the west. And in certain months she alters her settings, and in certain months she pursues her own peculiar course. In two months the moon sets with the sun, in those two middle portals, the third and the fourth. She goes forth for seven days, and turns about and returns again through the portal where the sun rises, and accomplishes all her light, and she recedes from the sun, and in eight days enters the sixth portal from which the sun goes forth. And when the sun goes forth from the fourth portal, she goes forth seven days, until she goes forth from the fifth and turns back again in seven days into the fourth portal, and accomplishes all her light. And she recedes, and enters into the first portal in eight days. 
and she returns again in seven days unto the fourth portal, from which the sun goes forth. Thus I saw their position, how the moon rose and the sun sat in those days. And if five years are added together, the sun has an overplus of thirty days, and all the days which accrue to it for one of those five years, when they are full, amount to three hundred and sixty-four days. And the overplus of the sun and of the stars amounts to six days. In five years, six days every year come to thirty days, and the moon falls behind the sun and stars to the number of thirty days. And the sun and the stars bring in all the years exactly, so that they do not advance or delay their position by a single day unto eternity. Oh, Hold on, I'm going to lose this. Hey, <clears throat> I'm spitballing here. This is just a another conspiracy theory. What if, and since it is true conspiracy, why not? What if the calendar we are practicing right now is demonic in nature? Because mm -hmm. think about the calendar we practice right now. It's 365 days, right? You got 30 days, you got what, three months, uh, one, two, three, four, five months of 30 days, six months of six and six, six and six. So it's six and six, 30 and 31. Mm -hmm. What if those are all points of a star and the whole thing we're practicing is demonic in nature? What if, because that was brought forth by the Rothschilds was the Gregorian calendar. That we follow the Gregorian calendar. <coughs> no. Well. Yeah, it was the Rothschilds yeah, okay. that suggested it. And that's where it came from. That's why we don't use the metric system in America because of the Rothschilds. They said, no, the Europeans use the metric system. We don't. Hmm. It will help us. That's what they claimed in the long run back then. Sparky said this must have been written after the moon was put in place. Uh, apparently it's an artificial satellite and African tribes have lore of days before the moon was there. There's actually a lot of South American tribes that have, and American Indian tribes that have the I was about same to say the Mayans, lore. the Mayans yep. don't even talk about the, the moon. They only talk about the sun. But understand that according to the Bible, and if you date it from the Bible, 2024 is 6,000 years. Which brings us to, you know, the end of times. Um, but uh, I want to say that the Mayan legends and the the American Indian lore go back further than that. Eight, nine, ten thousand. No, not years. the American Indian. The Inca. The Inca lore goes back even further yeah, than that. Exactly. The Aztecs actually have even further. They go even further back. So if you think that um some like some people were some tribes were already here some people were already here and they and god attached the moon to the earth six thousand years ago should be why the cycles don't match up exactly the way it does with the sun and the stars Anyway, I mean, uh, well, no, 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 because I'm just thinking about it. it. The way it sounds like we're supposed to run off of a six day week, not a seven day week, a six day week. And the six day week 
is, is supposed to transgress per 30 days each month. And within that 30, 30 or 31 going back and forth, according to Enoch. And within those 30 or 31 days, you will watch the sunrise and the moon will rise with it. And on the last day, you will watch the sunset and the moon will set with it. It just seems weird to me that we've been practicing this other thing where the moon and the sun and all of that shit doesn't even line up with our calendar. Like, you don't know if it's a new moon in a month or if it's, you, you, there's, I, I know there's a bunch of good old rednecks, trust me. And I, I know a bunch of these guys, they're fucking badass. They never wear watches and they never have a calendar in their house. What if the moon was a ship? They walk outside and they, they look up and they can tell you exactly what time it is, what, what day it is and what year it is. And I'm like, how the, you're going to have to explain to me how the fuck you do that. And it's not because you remind yourself every day of what day it is. It's because they can go out and just look up at the sky and see where the sun is and tell you exactly what time it is. What if the moon was the ship that brought the Elohim here? Or the Vril or whoever created the 13 bloodlines and our particular cycle starts with well, that would be ex that the would moon. that would explain why we don't ever see the back side of the moon, ever see the dark side of the moon, yeah. and why it never seems to rotate. It yeah. stays. It's a stationary satellite. Huh. What if the moon was a ship? What we're seeing is like engines. Also, why is all the evil shit connected to the moon? Exactly, parasite activity, spells, vampires, etc. Wolves, yeah, werewolves. They'll only turn during the full mm -hmm. moon. Yeah. And yes, Liana, there are 13 moves, moons, but not every year. And this goes back to Enoch. There are 13 moons except every, what, fifth year? Yes. During the leap year. Yeah. Your leap year is where the moon doesn't come. When you only have 12 moons. Exactly. When you don't have a blue moon. Correct. Mm-hmm. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. Just I, I'm just throwing anyway. it out there. I just thought it was weird when they were talking about this, and I think about the current calendar we're currently on and who put it in place. I, I find it odd. You know, I know Benjamin Franklin found founded daylight savings time, and I don't think he founded found it for what it was supposed to be used for. Again, they practiced a different calendar back then. Mm -hmm. It's really crazy. I saw this book. Um, it's an old uh, statistician book from the revolution when they were keeping accounts of what was going on. You know, they only had a six day week back then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There was no seventh day. There was no Sunday. Sunday came around a lot later on when they changed the calendar again. And it makes me wonder why did they need, why did they need a reason to change the calendar when we actually have a calendar in the Bible and we claim to be a Christian country. Mm -hmm. Why do we need to change calendar? Unless you're doing it for the devil. Just asking. Interesting. Hmm. But complete the years with perfect justice in 364 days. In three years, there are 1,092 days. And in five years, 1,820 days, so that in eight years there are 2,000 
912 days. For the moon alone, the days amount in three years to 1,062 days, and in five years she falls 50 days behind, to the sum of 1,770. There is to be added 1,062 days. And in five years, there are 1,770 days, so that for the moon, the days in eight years amount to 2,832 days. For in eight years, she falls behind to the amount of 80 days. All the days she falls behind in eight years are 80. And the year is accurately completed in conformity with their world stations and the stations of the sun, which rise from the portals through which it, the sun, rises and sets thirty days. Chapter 75 And the leaders of the heads of the thousands who are placed over the whole creation and over all the stars have also to do with the four intercalary days being inseparable from their office, according to the reckoning of the year. And these render service on the four days which are not reckoned in the reckoning of the year. And owing to them, men go wrong therein. For those luminaries truly render service on the world stations, one in the first portal, one in the third portal of the heaven, one in the fourth portal, and one in the sixth portal, and the exactness of the year is accomplished through its separate 364 stations. For the signs, and the times, and the years, and the days the angel Uriel showed to me, whom the Lord of glory hath set forever over all the luminaries of the heaven, in the heaven and in the world, that they should rule on the face of the heaven, and be seen on the earth and be leaders for the day and the night, the sun, moon, stars, and all the ministering creatures which make their revolution in all the chariots of the heaven. In like manner, twelve doors, Uriel showed me, open in the circumference of the sun's chariot in the heaven, through which the rays of the sun break forth, and from them is warmth diffused over the earth, when they are opened at their appointed seasons, and for the winds and the spirit of the dew when they are opened, standing open in the heavens at the ends. As for the twelve portals in the heaven, at the ends of the earth, out of which go forth the sun, moon, and stars, and all the works of heaven in the east and in the west. There be many windows open to the left and right of them, and one window at its appointed season produces warmth, corresponding, as these do, to those doors from which the stars come forth according as he has commanded them, and wherein they set, corresponding to their number. And I saw chariots in the heaven, running in the world, above those portals in which revolve the stars that never set. And one is larger than... in the heavens? Yeah, hold that real quick. Sounds like satellites. 
Lindsay brings up a very good point. The biggest magic trick the devil would have ever pulled is fooling humans into believing they aren't already living in hell. Because if you think about it, our situation is more like what you would imagine in hell. Our food and water and air are all poisoned. Murders, child abuse, etc. Sickness, pain, death. Think about it. Seriously, that's kind of what I kind of what I, I'm saying here. What if that was like I, I know we talk about off the rail shit on this show, but what if that was like a spell that they concocted with the 12-month cycle that we currently have? Like, for instance, they tell women all the time, you're going to have a baby in nine months. How many babies are actually created in nine months, babe? Well, um, it depends on the color of your skin. What is the primary controlling factor when it comes to the nine months. I mean, where's the problem? Why does, why aren't babies cr created in nine months? Cause there's nowhere in the world where 40 weeks equals nine months. Okay. So what exactly does 40 weeks equal? That'd be 10 months. Damn. Except however, um, you know, they, they talk about, uh, sometimes they talk about systemic racism in medicine. Yes. Okay. And I always thought that was bullshit. Yeah. Until I learned yep. that the average length of pregnancy for a black woman is actually 36 weeks. Correct. For a white woman, it's 40 weeks. Correct. So when they say pregnancy is nine months, that's for black women. For white women, it's 10 months. Mm. And yet we receive the same health care, even though our bodies are different and our pregnancies are inherently different. So I guess systemic racism really does exist in medicine. Hmm. 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 Interesting. Isn't it though? I, I'm just wondering because think about all of that. Think about how that would apply to everything we do today. Mm -hmm. Think about our calendar. Think about um, according to everything that I've ever heard about the calendar, the Gregorian calendar was based off of a um the folks before uh the christians in england what the hell were they called the uh what the protestants no what are you talking about the ones that were wearing the cloak uh pagans the pagans okay the druids. it was it was based off of yeah the druid calendar mm -hmm. the gregorian calendar was based off of a druid calendar because they were trying to incorporate the pagan holidays to bring pagans into the fold of christianity correct so they were they based the so they said they based the calendar off of pagan holidays to make it more uh comfortable to because they were already used to celebrating holidays on those days so we changed our holidays to accommodate them man that sounds familiar that's it mm. huh. just throwing it out there there's weird shit afoot i'm telling you there's weird shit afoot mm -hmm. uh yeah clearly said yeah the druids even the druids they, they're it's closer to the druid calendar i believe the gregorian calendar is closer to the druid calendar if mm -hmm. i'm if I remember correctly, I'm not a hundred percent on that, but um, we dirty pagans. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking sparky boy, fucking pagans. Uh, All right. All the rest. And it is that that makes its course through the entire world.
The Twelve Windows and Their Portals Chapter 76 And at the ends of the earth I saw twelve portals open to all the quarters of the heaven, from which the winds go forth and blow over the earth. Three of them are open on the face, the east of the heavens, and three in the west, and three on the right, the south of the heavens. And you're right. Yes, there is fuckery afoot. I love that term. Fuckery afoot. I am stealing that. And three on the left, the north. And the three first are those of the east, and the three are of the north, and three, after those on the left, of the south and three of the west. Through four of these come winds of blessing and prosperity, and from those eight come hurtful winds. When they are sent, they bring destruction on all the earth, and on the water upon it, and on all who dwell thereon, and on everything which is in the water, and on the land. And the first wind from these portals, called the east wind, comes forth through the first portal which is in the east, inclining towards the south. From it come forth desolation, drought, heat, and destruction. And through the second portal in the middle comes what is fitting, and from it there come rain and fruitfulness and prosperity and dew. And through the third portal, which lies toward the north, come cold and drought. And after these come forth the south wind. Y'all ever hear the uh, saying that March comes in like a lion and out like a lamb? That's kind of what that is right there. In like a lion, out like a lamb. Through three portals. Through the first portal of them inclining to the east comes forth a hot wind. And through the middle portal next to it come forth fragrant smells, and dew, and rain, and prosperity, and health. And through the third portal, lying to the west, come forth dew, and rain, locusts, and desolation. And after these, the north winds. From the seventh portal in the east come dew, and rain, locusts, and desolation. And from the middle portal come in direct direction health and rain and dew and prosperity. And through the third portal in the west come cloud and hoarfrost and snow and rain and dew and locusts. And after these four are the west winds. Through the first portal adjoining the north come forth dew and hoarfrost cold and snow and frost. And from the middle portal come forth dew and rain and prosperity and blessing. And through the last portal, which adjoins the south, come forth drought and desolation and burning and destruction. And the twelve portals of the four quarters of the heaven are therewith completed. And all their laws and all their plagues and all their benefactions have I shown to thee my son, Methuselah. The four quarters of the world, the seven mountains, the seven rivers, 
Chapter 77 And the first quarter is called the east, because it is the first, and the second the south, because the Most High will descend there. Yea, there, in quite a special sense, will he who is blessed for ever descend. And the west quarter is named the diminished, because there all the luminaries of heaven wane and go down. And the fourth quarter, named the north, is divided into three parts. The first of them is for the dwelling of men, the second contains seas of water, and the abysses and forests and rivers and darkness and clouds. And the third part contains the garden of righteousness. Where, where is I Antarctica? saw seven high mountains. Hmm? Where is Antarctica? Uh, in the south, mm -hmm. South Pole. Ant. Okay. Anti. Mm -hmm. The opposite of the polar north. Mm -hmm. Why? Where is Mount Zion? The real Mount Zion. The giant one. They say Antarctica. Okay. I just wonder because it says in the north is the Garden of the Righteousness. And we learned a little bit about the Garden of the Righteousness in Enoch 2, I believe. Hmm. Interesting. Where are you going with that? I'm confused. Is the Garden of the Righteousness the same thing as the Garden of Eden? And the Garden of the Righteousness is where the dead are waiting. Well, that's where they atone, yes. Mm -hmm. It's prior to judgment. Yeah. Um, I just wonder. Okay. Mountains, higher than all the mountains which are on the earth. And thence comes forth hoarfrost, and days, seasons, and years pass away. I saw seven rivers on the earth, larger than all the rivers. One of them, coming from the west, pours its waters into the great sea. And these two come from the north to the sea, and pour their waters into the Erythraean Sea in the east. And the remaining four come forth on the side of the north to their own sea, two of them to the Erythraean Sea, and two into the great sea, and discharge themselves there, and some say, into the desert. Seven great islands I saw in the sea, and in the mainland, two in the mainland, and five in the great sea. The sun and moon, the waxing and waning of the moon. Chapter 78 and the names of the sun are the following. The first, Orjares, and the second, Tomas. And the moon has four names. The first name is Asonja, the second, Ebla, the third, Benase, and the fourth, Erae. These are the two great luminaries. Their circumference is like the circumference of the heaven and the size of the circumference of both is alike. In the circumference of the sun, there are seven portions of light, which are added to it more than to the moon, and in definite measures it is tr transferred till the seventh portion of the sun is exhausted. 
and they set and enter the portals of the west, and make their revolution by the north, and come through the eastern portals on the face of the heaven. And when the moon rises, one fourteenth part appears in the heaven. The light becomes full in her. On the fourteenth day, she accomplishes her light. And fifteen parts of the light are transferred to her till the fifteenth day when her light is accomplished according to the sign of the year. And she becomes fifteen parts, and the moon grows by the addition of fourteen parts. And in her waning, the moon decreases on the first day to fourteen parts of her light, on the second to thirteen parts of light, on the third to twelve, on the fourth to eleven, on the fifth to ten, on the sixth to nine, on the seventh to eight, on the eighth to seven, on the ninth to six, on the tenth to five, on the eleventh to four, on the twelfth to three, on the thirteenth to two, on the fourteenth to the half of a seventh, and all her remaining light disappears wholly on the fifteenth. And in certain months, the month has twenty-nine days, and once twenty-eight. And Euro showed me another law. When light is transferred to the moon, and on which side it is transferred to her by the sun, during all the period during which the moon is growing in her light, she is transferring it to herself when opposite to the sun, during fourteen days, her light is accomplished in the heaven. And when she is illumined throughout, her light is accomplished full in the heaven. And on the first day, she is called the new moon, for on that day the light rises upon her. She becomes full moon exactly on the day when the sun sets in the west, and from the east she rises at night, and the moon shines the whole night through till the sun rises over against her and the moon is seen over against the sun. On the side whence the light of the moon comes forth, there again she wanes, till all the light vanishes, and all the days of the month are at an end, and her circumference is empty, void of light. And three months she makes of thirty days, and at a time... You know, Def, you get the prize for today. I was waiting for somebody to pick up on that. Yep. The moon has its own light. It is not a reflection of the sun, which means the earth is bigger than the sun. The sun and the, and the moon are the same and the moon. size. Yeah. This, I mean, he says that the sun and the moon are the same size. So that means when we come in between them, there's no way that it's taking any light from the sun. That means this, the moon does provide its own light back to the earth. Yep. That is, I, I think, very interesting. I agree with you, Def. You get the prize today for knowing that one. Um, Def gets a little some some. Thunder. 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 Thunder kick. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Which. Now, if the moon is a ship of some type, 
what if it's been in a disintegrating orbit for the last 6,000 years? And that's why it goes on hiatus 28 days and not 30 or 31 days. If it were in a disintegrating orbit, it would have been something we would have picked up and we would have noticed that maybe that's the reason we can't go back to the moon, but maybe that's not the reason we can't go back to the moon. Maybe the problem with going back to the moon is eventually the moon and us are going to become one anyway. Maybe that's the reason they don't want to tell us that they don't want to go back to the moon. Yeah. Could also explain why the moon got brighter some 40 years ago, yeah. 45 years ago. Got more light all of a sudden. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yes, it does have its own light. That's why it's called a luminary. Yeah. Anyway. She makes three months of 29 days each in which she accomplishes her waning in the first period of time and in the first portal for 177 days. And in the time of her going out, she appears for three months of 30 days each, and for three months she appears of 29 each. At night she appears like a man for 20 days each time, and by day she appears like the heaven, and there is nothing else in her save her light. Recapitulation of Several of the Laws Chapter 79 and now, my son, I have shown thee everything, and the law of all the stars of the heaven is completed. And he showed me all the laws of these for every day, and for every season of bearing rule, and for every year, and for its going forth, and for the order prescribed to it every month and every week, and the waning of the moon which takes place in the sixth portal. For in this sixth portal her light is accomplished, and after that there is the beginning of the waning and the waning which takes place in the first portal in its season till 177 days are accomplished, reckoned according to weeks, 25 weeks and two days. She falls behind the sun and the order of the stars exactly five days in the course of one period, and when this place which thou seest has been traversed. Such is the picture and sketch of every luminary which Uriel the archangel who is their leader, showed unto me. Chapter 80 And in those days the angel Uriel answered and said to me, Behold, I have shown thee everything, Enoch, and I have revealed everything to thee that thou should see this sun and this moon and the leaders of the stars of the heaven and all those who turn them, their tasks and times and departures. Perversion of nature and the heavenly bodies, owing to the sin of man. And in the days of the sinners, the years shall be shortened, and their seed shall be tardy on their lands and fields. Wait, 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 wait. And in the days of the sinners, the years shall be, shall be shortened. Didn't we just learn that supposedly the earth is spinning faster and we just had the shortest day ever? that our longest day is now shorter than the previous longest day of the year because they say the earth is spinning, spinning faster mm. and their seed shall be tardy on their lands and fields. 
Interesting. What are the, what's the birth rate been doing? Dropping ridiculously. That sounds like seed on fields, huh? And all things on the earth shall alter and shall not appear in their time. Hold on. It's already happening. And all things on the earth shall alter and shall not appear in their time. And the rain shall be kept back, and the heaven shall withhold it. Isn't there a major drought right now? Everywhere. Yeah. Isn't that why the Euphrates dried up? Right? Because of this 20-year drought in the days of the sinners. And in those times, the fruits of the earth shall be backward, and shall not grow in their time. And the fruits of the trees shall be withheld in their time. And the moon shall alter her order, and not appear at her time. And I just heard that we're about to have two moons in one month. Two full moons in one month. Next month, actually. We have two full moons in the same month. We're crazy. And in those days, the sun shall be seen. And he shall journey in the evening on the extremity of the great chariot in the west, and shall shine more brightly than accords with the order of light. And many chiefs of the stars shall travel. Wait, 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 wait. The sun shall be seen, and he shall journey in the evening on the extremity. Haven't the we already seen like the west and the shine? The sun and shall shine more brightly than accords with the order of light. Are they not talking about how the sun is? Showing up in different parts of the sky on different days. But like, also hotter. They're talking about this extreme heat wave, and, and we know it's volcanic activity, but that's... It's not the sun. That's But it seems like it's... Uh, it's the volcanoes. The, the sun is shining more brightly. Hmm. hmm. Transgress the order prescribed, and these shall alter their orbits and tasks, and not appear at the seasons prescribed to them. And the whole order of the stars shall be concealed from the sinners, and the thoughts of those on the earth shall err concerning them, and they shall be altered from all their ways. Yea, they shall err, and take them to be gods. And evil shall be multiplied upon them, and punishment shall come upon them, so, so as to destroy all. Uh, okay, wow, that, that sounds familiar. And the whole order of the stars shall be concealed from the sinners. Well, how have we not just been talking about how we didn't know any of this? And and they've changed our entire calendar and solar and lunar cycles. Yep. And the thoughts of those on the earth shall err concerning them. Uh, uh, yes. And they shall be altered from all their ways. Yea. And they shall err and take them to be gods. I'm sorry. Didn't um, Noah, you're all Harari just said that they are literally trying to make us into gods, make themselves into gods and evil shall be multiplied on them. Hello. And punishment shall come down on them. So as to destroy all that's coming next people. We're there. The Heavenly Tablets and the Mission of Enoch Chapter 81 And he said unto me, Observe, Enoch, these heavenly tablets, and read what is written thereon, and mark every individual fact. And I observed the heavenly tablets, and read everything which was written thereon, and understood everything, and read the book of all the deeds of mankind, and of all the children of flesh that shall be upon the earth 
to the remotest generations. And forthwith I blessed the great Lord, the King of glory for ever, in that he has made all the works of the world. And I extolled the Lord because of his patience, and blessed him because of the children of men. And after that I said, Blessed is the man who dies in righteousness and goodness, concerning whom there is no book of unrighteousness written, and against whom no day of judgment shall be found. And those seven holy ones brought me, and placed me on the earth before the door of my house, and said to me, Declare everything to thy son Methuselah, and show to all thy children that no flesh is righteous in the sight of the Lord, for he is their creator. One year we will leave thee with thy son, till thou givest thy last commands, that thou mayest teach thy children, and record it for them, and testify to all thy children. And in the second year they shall take thee from their midst. Let thy heart be strong, for the good shall announce righteousness to the good. The righteous with the righteous shall rejoice, and shall offer congratulation to one another. But the sinners shall die with the sinners, and the apostate go down with the apostate. And those who practice righteousness shall die on account of the deeds of men, and be taken away on account of the doings of the godless. And in those days they ceased to speak to me, and I came to my people. Blessing, the Lord of the world. Charge given to Enoch, the four intercalary days, the stars which lead the seasons and the months. Chapter 82 And now, my son, Methuselah, all these things I am recounting to thee and writing down for thee, and I have revealed to thee everything and given thee books concerning all these. So preserve, my son Methuselah, the books from thy father's hand, and see that thou deliver them to the generations of the world. I have given wisdom to thee and to thy children, and thy children that shall be to thee, that they may give it to their children for generations, this wisdom, namely, that passeth their thought. And those who understand it shall not sleep, but shall listen with the ear, that they may learn this wisdom. And it shall please those that eat thereof better than good food. Blessed are all the righteous. Blessed are all those who walk in the way of righteousness, and sin not as the sinners, in the reckoning of all their days, in which the sun traverses the heaven, entering into and departing from the portals for thirty days, with the heads of thousands of the order of the stars, together with the four which are intercalated, which divide the four portions of the year, which lead them and enter them with four days. Owing to them men shall be at fault, and not reckon them in the whole reckoning of the year. Yea, men shall be at fault, and not recognize them accurately. For they belong to the reckoning of the year, and are truly recorded thereon for ever, one in the first portal, and one in the third, and one in the fourth, and one in the sixth, and the year is completed in three hundred and sixty-four days. And the account thereof is accurate, 
and the recorded reckoning thereof exact. For the luminaries and months and festivals and years and days has Uriel shown and revealed to me, to whom the Lord of the whole creation of the world hath subjected the host of heaven. And he has power over night and day in the heaven to cause the light to give light to men, sun, moon, and stars, and all the powers of the heaven which revolve in their circular chariots. And these are the orders of the stars which set in their places and in their seasons and festivals and months. And these are the names of those who lead them, who watch that they enter at their times, in their orders, in their seasons, in their months, in their periods of dominion, and in their positions. Therefore leaders who divide the four parts of the year enter first, and after them the twelve leaders of the orders who divide the months, and for the three hundred and sixty days there are heads over thousands who divide the days, and for the four intercalary days there are the leaders which sunder the four parts of the year. And these heads over thousands are intercalated between leader and leader, each behind a station, but their leaders make the division. And these are the names of the leaders who divide the four parts of the year which are ordained. Milkiel, Helemelech, and Melajal, and Narel, and the names of those who lead them. Adnarel, and Ijasuael, and Alomael. These three follow the leaders of the orders. And there is one that follows the three leaders of the orders, which follow those leaders of stations that divide the four parts of the year. In the beginning of the year, Melkajal rises first and rules, who is named Tamenai, and the sun and all the days of his dominion while he bears rule are ninety-one days. And these are the signs of the days which are to be seen on earth in the days of his dominion, sweat and heat and calms, and all the trees bear fruit, and leaves are produced on all the trees, and the harvest of wheat and the rose flowers and all the flowers which come forth in the field, but the trees of the winter season become withered. And these are the names of the leaders which are under them, Burkael, Zelebsel, and another who is added ahead of a thousand called Hilujaseph, and the days of the dominion of this leader are at an end. The next leader after him is Helemelech, whom one names the Shining Sun, and all the days of his light are ninety-one days. And these are the signs of his days on the earth, glowing heat and dryness, and the trees ripen their fruits and produce all their fruits ripe and ready. And the sheep pair and become pregnant, and all the fruits of the earth are gathered in, and everything that is in the fields and the winepress, these things take place in the days of his dominion. These are the names and the orders and the leaders of those heads of thousands, Gidayajal, Kiel, and Hiel, and the name of the head of a thousand which is added to them, Asphael, and the days of his dominion are at an end.
The Dream Visions First Dream Vision on the Deluge Chapter 83 And now, my son Methuselah, I will show thee all my visions which I have seen, recounting them before thee. Two visions I saw before I took a wife, and one was quite unlike the other. The first when I was learning to write, the second before I took thy mother, when I saw a terrible vision, and regarding them I prayed to the Lord. I had laid me down in the house of my grandfather Mahalalel, when I saw in a vision how the heaven collapsed, and was borne off and fell to the earth. And when it fell to the earth, I saw how the earth was swallowed up in a great abyss, and mountains were suspended on mountains, and hills sank down on hills, and high trees were rent from their stems, and hurled down and sunk in the abyss. And thereupon a word fell into my mouth, and I lifted up my voice to cry aloud, and said, The earth is destroyed. And my grandfather Mahalalel waked me as I lay near him, and said unto me, Why dost thou cry so, my son? And why dost thou make such lamentation? And I recounted to him the whole vision which I had seen. And he said unto me, A terrible thing hast thou seen, my son, and of grave moment is thy dream vision as to the secrets of all the sin of the earth. It must sink into the abyss and be destroyed with a great destruction. And now, my son, arise and make petition to the Lord of glory since thou art a believer, that a remnant may remain on the earth, and that he may not destroy the whole earth. My son, from heaven all this will come upon the earth, and upon the earth there will be great destruction. After that I arose and prayed and implored and besought and wrote down my prayer for the generations of the world, and I will show everything to thee, my son, Methuselah. And when I had gone forth below, and seen the heaven, and the sun rising in the east, and the moon setting in the west, and a few stars, and the whole earth, and everything as he had known it in the beginning, then I blessed the Lord of judgment, and extolled him, because he had made the sun to go forth from the windows of the east. And he ascended, and rose on the face of the heaven, and set out, and kept traversing the path shown unto him. Chapter 84 And I lifted up my hands in righteousness, and blessed the Holy and Great One, and spake with the breath of my mouth, and with the tongue of flesh, which God has made for the children of the flesh of men, that they should speak therewith. And he gave them breath, and a tongue, and a mouth, that they should speak therewith. Blessed be thou, O Lord, King, great and mighty in thy greatness, Lord of the whole creation of the heaven, King of kings, and God of the whole world. And thy power and kingship and greatness abide for ever and ever, and throughout all generations thy dominion, and all the heavens are thy throne for ever, and the whole earth thy footstool for ever and ever. For thou hast made, and thou rulest all things, and nothing is too hard for thee. Wisdom departs not from the place of thy throne, nor turns away from thy presence. And thou knowest, and seest, and hearest everything, and there is nothing hidden from thee 
for thou seest everything. And now the angels of thy heavens are guilty of trespass, and upon the flesh of men abideth thy wrath until the great day of judgment. And You think we've hit the great day of judgment yet? Or you think the angels of the heavens are still guilty of trespass, and upon the flesh of men abideth thy wrath? Because I don't think we've hit the great day of judgment yet. Just saying. Now, O God and Lord and great King, I implore and beseech thee to fulfill my prayer, to leave me a posterity on earth, and not destroy all the flesh of man, and make the earth without inhabitant, so that there should be an eternal destruction. And now, my Lord, destroy from the earth the flesh which has aroused thy wrath, but the flesh of righteousness and uprightness establish as a plant of the eternal seed, and hide not thy face from the prayer of thy servant, O Lord. The Second Dream Vision of Enoch The History of the World to the Founding of the Messianic Kingdom Chapter 85 And after this I saw another dream, and I will show the whole dream to thee, my son. And Enoch lifted up his voice and spake to his son Methuselah, To thee, my son, will I speak. Hear my words. Incline thine ear to the dream vision of thy father. Before I took thy mother Edna, I saw in a vision on my bed, and behold, a bull came forth from the earth, and that bull was white, and after it came forth a heifer, and along with this latter came forth two bulls, one of them black and the other red. And the black bull gored the red one and pursued him over the earth, and thereupon I could no longer see that red bull. But that black bull grew, and that heifer went with him, and I saw that many oxen proceeded from him which resembled and followed him. And that cow, that first one, went from the presence of that first bull in order to seek that red one, but found him not, and lamented with a great lamentation over him, and sought him. And I looked till that first bull came to her and quieted her, and from that time onward she cried no more. And after that she bore another white bull, and after him she bore many bulls and black cows. And I saw in my sleep that white bull likewise grow and become a great white bull, and from him proceeded many white bulls, and they resembled him, and they began to beget many white bulls which resembled them, one following the other, even many. The Fall of the Angels and the Demoralization of Mankind Okay, hold on. White bulls and black bulls, Enoch's vision. That brought to mind the white and black, good and evil. But actually it brought to mind RH negative and RH positive. What do you think? Tribulation. Tribulation? Mm -hmm. White bulls and the black bulls? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. The fall of angels and the demoralization of mankind. Chapter 86 
and again I saw with mine eyes as I slept, and I saw the heaven above, and behold a star fell from heaven, and it arose and ate and pastured among those oxen. And after that I saw the large and the black oxen, and behold they all changed their stalls and pastures and their cattle, and they began to live with each other. And again I saw in the vision, and looked towards heaven, and behold I saw many stars descend, and cast themselves down from heaven to that first star, and they became bulls amongst those cattle, and pastured amongst them. And I looked at them, and saw, and behold they all let out their privy members like horses, and began to cover the cows of the oxen, and they all became pregnant and bare elephants, camels, and asses. And all the oxen feared them, and were affrighted at them, and began to bite with their teeth, and to devour, and to gore with their horns. And they began, moreover, to devour those oxen. And behold, all the children of the earth began to tremble and quake before them, and to flee from them. Chapter 87 and again I saw how they began to gore each other, and to devour each other. And the earth began to cry aloud. And I raised mine eyes again to heaven, and I saw in the vision. And behold, there came forth from heaven beings who were like white men. And four went forth from that place, and three with them. And those three that had last come forth grasped me by the hand, and took me up, away from the generations of the earth, and raised me up to a lofty place, and showed me a tower raised high above the earth, and all the hills were lower. Okay, what he says there, uh, And I raised mine eyes again to heaven, and I saw in the vision, and behold, there came forth from heaven beings who were like white men. I don't know. I don't know if it's the way he said it or the way I'm hearing it. Are you, are you going like all racist? What's going on? No, it sounds like like men weren't white before the angels came down. Hmm. Hmm. That's a good point. Right? I mean, the yeah. way he says Yeah, that, the way he says that, yeah. it seems they white. were like White, white men. men like they were like men but they were white hmm. right and there's been actually a lot of historical proof to that as well hmm makes you wonder mm -hmm. okay. weird and one said unto me remain here till thou seest everything that befalls those elephants camels and asses and the stars and the oxen and all of them. The Punishment of the Fallen Angels by the Archangels Chapter 88 And I saw one of those four who had come forth first, and he seized that first star which had fallen from the heaven, and bound it hand and foot, and cast it into an abyss. Now that abyss was narrow and deep, and horrible, and dark. And one of them drew a sword, and gave it to those elephants and camels and asses. Then they began to smite each other, and the whole earth quaked because of them. 
And as I was beholding in the vision, lo, one of those four who had come forth stoned them from heaven, and gathered and took all the great stars, whose privy members were like those of horses, and bound them all hand and foot, and cast them in an abyss of the earth. The Advent of the Seven Archangels Chapter 89 The Deluge and the Deliverance of Noah And one of those four went to that white bull, and instructed him in a secret, without his being terrified. He was born a bull, and became a man, and built for himself a great vessel, and dwelt thereon. And three bulls dwelt with him in that vessel, and they were covered in. And again I raised mine eyes towards heaven, and saw a lofty roof with seven water torrents thereon. And those torrents flowed with much water into an enclosure. And I saw again, and behold, fountains were opened on the surface of that great enclosure, and that water began to swell and rise upon the surface. And I saw that enclosure till all its surface was covered with water. And the water, the darkness, and mist increased upon it. And as I looked at the height of that water, the water had risen above the height of that enclosure, and was streaming over that enclosure, and it stood upon the earth. And all the cattle of that enclosure were gathered together, until I saw how they sank, and were swallowed up, and perished in that water. But that vessel floated on the water, while all the oxen and elephants and camels and asses sank to the bottom with all the animals, so that I could no longer see them, and they were not able to escape, but perished and sank into the depths. And again I saw in the vision, till those water torrents were removed from that high roof, and the chasms of the earth were leveled up, and other abysses were opened. Then the water began to run down into these, till the earth became visible. But that vessel settled on the earth, and the darkness retired, and light appeared. But that white bull, which had become a man, came out of that vessel, and the three bulls with him. And one of those three was white, like that bull, and one of them was red as blood, and one black. And that white bull departed from them. From the Death of Noah to the Exodus and they began to bring forth beasts of the field and birds, so that there arose different genera, lions, tigers, wolves, dogs, hyenas, wild boars, foxes, squirrels, swines, falcons, vultures, kites, eagles, and ravens. And among them was born a white bull. And they began to bite one another. But the white bull which was born amongst them begat a wild ass, and a white bull with it. And the wild asses multiplied. But that bull which was born from him begat a black wild boar, and a white sheep, and the former begat many boars, but that sheep begat twelve sheep. And when those twelve sheep had grown, they gave up one of them to the asses, and those asses again gave up that sheep to the wolves, and that sheep grew up among the wolves. And the Lord brought the eleven sheep to live with it and to pasture with it among the wolves. And they multiplied, and became many flocks of sheep. 
and the wolves began to fear them, and they oppressed them until they destroyed their little ones, and they cast their young into a river of much water. But those sheep began to cry aloud. You know, I don't like to call on things and say, man, that fucking sounds eerily familiar. But does any of this sound eerily familiar as if they read this word for word and started going after our kids and doing the same shit if you start applying sheep and wolves to us and them? And you, you apply this and you look at it right now. Does this not say what is going on right now? Destroying little ones. Um, and they're, uh, and they cast their young into a river of much water, but those sheep began to cry aloud to account their little ones and complain unto their Lord. Holy shit. This sounds exactly what the fuck is going on right now. Mm -hmm. On account of their little ones and to complain unto their Lord. And a sheep, which had been saved from the wolves, fled and escaped to the wild asses. And I saw the sheep, how they lamented and cried and besought their Lord with all their might, till that Lord of the sheep descended at the voice of the sheep from a lofty abode, and came to them and pastured them. And he called that sheep which had escaped from the wolves, and spake with it concerning the wolves, that it should admonish them not to touch the sheep. And the sheep went to the wolves, according to the word of the Lord. And another sheep met it and went with it, and the two went and entered together into the assembly of those wolves, and spake with them, and admonished them not to touch the sheep from henceforth. And thereupon I saw the wolves, and how they oppressed the sheep exceedingly with all their power. And the sheep cried aloud, and the Lord came to the sheep, and they began to smite those wolves. And the wolves began to make lamentation, but the sheep became quiet, and forthwith ceased to cry out. That sounds familiar, too. Think about it. We bitch just a little bit, and they're like, oh, we're sorry. And they back off just a little bit, and then we stop bitching, and then they go further. Is that not how society works these days? the sheep till they departed from amongst the wolves. But the eyes of the wolves were blinded, and those wolves departed in pursuit of the sheep with all their power. And the lord of the sheep went with them as their leader. I, I don't think anybody's gotten two of these in one day, but Def, you, you get it again. Because yes, the first biblical talk about the wolf pack agreed. Thunder. 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 Thunder kick. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and all his sheep followed him, and his face was dazzling and glorious and terrible to behold. But the wolves began to pursue those sheep till they reached a sea of water. And that sea was divided, and the water stood on this side and on that before their face. And the Lord led them and placed himself between them and the wolves. And as those wolves did not yet see the sheep, they proceeded into the midst of that sea, and the wolves followed the sheep. And those wolves ran after them into that sea. And when they saw the lord of the sheep, they turned to flee before his face. But that sea gathered itself together and became as it had been created. 
and the water swelled and rose till it covered those wolves. And I saw till all the wolves who pursued those sheep perished and were drowned. Israel in the desert, the giving of the law. The so obviously his vision was about Moses leading his people out of Egypt. Or was it? I don't think his, I don't think that vision was about Moses mm -hmm. leading his people out of Egypt. I and think the parting of the Red Sea. I, I, I no, I, I, I think that's, <laughs> I think that's more centered around us. I, I think I, that's yet to come. I, I was going to say the same thing. I, I don't think it's, it, it's what they, you know, what other people want you to think. I think that is exactly what. <laughs> we're saying it is. I, I, I think that speaks to today. I mean, a hundred percent that speaks to today talks about the wolves, talks about the sheep, talks about the wolves attacking the sheep and the sheep attacking the wolves. Think about it. All the wolves are the ones that said, no, I'm not going to get vaccinated. And then I just this morning, Mr. Hall, he posted a thing on fucking Instagram. It was don't forget. And it was literally eight minutes of everybody talking about how this was a disease of the vaccinated or unvaccinated eight minutes worth mm -hmm. of all the talking heads saying how it was all of our fault because you refused to get the vaccination. It's all your fault. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know. History I, repeats itself. I, I yeah, obviously, obviously. And this is telling us something here. Mm-hmm. Either they saw it a long time ago or they're just, it's happening again. Yep. How many resets have there been? I can tell you there's more than just the flood. The entrance into Palestine. But the sheep escaped from that water and went forth into a wilderness where there was no water and no grass. And they began to open their eyes and to see. And I saw the Lord of the sheep pasturing them and giving them water and grass, and that sheep going and leading them. And that sheep ascended to the summit of that lofty rock, and the Lord of the sheep sent it to them. And after that, I saw the Lord of the sheep who stood before them, and his appearance was great and terrible and majestic, and all those sheep saw him and were afraid before his face, and they all feared and trembled because of him, and they cried to that sheep with them which was amongst them. We are not able to stand before the Lord or to behold him. And that sheep which led them again ascended to the summit of that rock. But the sheep began to be blinded and to wander from the way which he had showed them. But that sheep what not thereof and the Lord of the sheep was wrathful exceedingly against them. And that sheep discovered it 
and went down from the summit of the rock and came to the sheep, and found the greatest part of them blinded and fallen away. And when they saw it, they feared and trembled at its presence, and desired to return to their folds. And that sheep took other sheep with it, and came to those sheep which had fallen away, and began to slay them. And the sheep feared its presence, and thus that sheep brought back those sheep that had fallen away, and they returned to their folds. And I saw in this vision, till that sheep became a man, and built a house for the lord of the sheep, and placed all the sheep in that house. And I saw till this sheep which had met that sheep which led them fell asleep. And I saw till all the great sheep perished, and little ones arose in their place, and they came to a pasture and approached a stream of water. Then that sheep, their leader, which had become a man, withdrew from them and fell asleep. And all the sheep sought it and cried over it with a great crying. And I saw till they left off crying for that sheep, and crossed that stream of water. And there arose the two sheep as leaders in the place of those which had led them and fallen asleep. And I saw till the sheep came to a goodly place, and a pleasant and glorious land. And I saw till those sheep were satisfied, and that house stood amongst them in a pleasant land. Now, I don't remember Moses dying and two people taking his place. Do you? No. Can't say that I do. No, I don't remember that in the story of Moses. Hmm. Just saying. From the time of the judges till the building of the temple. And sometimes their eyes were opened and sometimes blinded till another sheep arose and led them and brought them all back, and their eyes were opened. And the dogs and the foxes and the wild boars began to devour those sheep, till the lord of the sheep raised up another sheep, a ram from their midst, which led them. And that ram began to butt on either side those dogs, foxes, and wild boars, till he had destroyed them all. And that sheep whose eyes were opened saw that ram which was amongst the sheep, till it forsook its glory, and began to butt those sheep, and trampled upon them, and behaved itself unseemly. And the lord of the sheep sent the lamb to another lamb, and raised it up to being a ram and leader of the sheep, instead of that ram which had forsaken its glory. And it went and spake to it alone, and raised it to being a ram, and made it the prince and leader of the sheep. But during all these things, those dogs oppressed the sheep. And the first ram pursued that second ram, and that second ram arose and fled before it. And I saw till those dogs pulled down the first ram, and that second ram arose and led the little sheep. And those sheep grew and multiplied. But all the dogs and foxes and wild boars feared and fled before it. And that ram butted and killed the wild beasts. And those wild beasts had no longer any power among the sheep, and robbed them no more of aught. And that ram begat many sheep and fell asleep.
and a little sheep became ram in its stead, and became prince and leader of those sheep. And that house became great and broad, and it was built for those sheep. And a tower, lofty and great, was built on the house for the lord of the sheep. And that house was low, but the tower was elevated and lofty. And the lord of the sheep stood on that tower, and they offered a full table before him. The Two Kingdoms of Israel and Judah to the Destruction of Jerusalem Does that not, the ram story there, does that not speak of Jesus? I mean, that's exactly what that story was about. That was about Jesus. That's the whole story of Jesus right there. And he didn't say anything, use his name. He just said that this ram would create another ram. And this ram would take its place. And it would lead everyone. That's the story of Jesus summed up in a ram, lamb, freaking weird ostrich fest of a fucking weird shit with sheep. But it's just weird. Anyway, going on. And again, I saw those sheep that they again erred and went many ways and forsook their house. And the Lord of the sheep called some from amongst the sheep and sent them to the sheep. But the sheep began to slay them. And one of them was saved. Now, at the same time that we're listening to this, I want you to think about what I just told you. Now, fast forward that. Mm -hmm. And now bring it to where we're at right now. And look at what they're talking about here. And again, I saw those sheep. And they again erred and went many ways. And they forsook their house. And the Lord of the sheep called some of them amongst the sheep and sent them to the sheep. But the sheep began to slay them. And one of them saved was not slain. And it sped away and cried aloud, the sheep, and sought to slay it. But the Lord and the sheep saved it from the sheep. And they brought it up to me. And it caused it, and caused it to dwell there. That is a hundred percent like just after what happened with Jesus, if you think about it. I just wonder what other part of history they're going to teach us is about to come again. Everything returns. And was not slain. And it sped away and cried aloud over the sheep, and they sought to slay it. But the Lord of the sheep saved it from the sheep, and brought it up to me, and caused it to dwell there. And many other sheep he sent to those sheep, to testify unto them, and lament over them. And after that I saw that when they forsook the house of the Lord and his tower, they fell away entirely, and their eyes were blinded. And I saw the Lord of the sheep, how he wrought much slaughter amongst them in their herds, until those sheep invited that slaughter, and betrayed his place. And he gave them over into the hands of the lions and tigers and wolves and hyenas, and into the hand of the foxes and to all the wild beasts, and those wild beasts began to tear in pieces those sheep. And I saw that he forsook that their house and their tower, and gave them all into the hand of the lions to tear and devour them into the hand of all the wild beasts. And I began to cry aloud with all my power, and to appeal to the Lord of the sheep 
and to represent to him in regard to the sheep that they were devoured by all the wild beasts. But he remained unmoved, though he saw it, and rejoiced that they were devoured and swallowed and robbed, and left them to be devoured in the hand of all the beasts. And he called seventy shepherds, and cast those sheep to them, that they might pasture them. And he spake to the shepherds and their companions, Let each individual of you pasture the sheep henceforward, and everything I shall command you, that do ye. And I will deliver them over unto you, duly numbered, and tell you which of them are to be destroyed, and them destroy ye. And he gave over unto them those sheep. And he called another, and spake unto him, Observe and mark everything that the shepherds will do to those sheep, for they will destroy more of them than I have commanded them. And every excess and the destruction which will be wrought through the shepherds record, namely, how many they destroy, according to my command, and how many according to their own caprice. Record against every individual shepherd all the destruction he effects. And read out before me by number how many they destroy and how many they deliver over for destruction, that I may have this as a testimony against them, and know every deed of the shepherds, that I may comprehend and see what they do, whether or not they abide by my command, which I have commanded them. But they shall not know it, and thou shalt not declare it to them, nor admonish them, but only record against each individual all the destruction which the shepherds effect, each in his time, and lay it all before me. And I saw to those shepherds pastored in their season, and they began to slay and to destroy more than they were bidden, and they delivered those sheep into the hand of the lions. And the lions and tigers eat, and devoured the greater part of those sheep, and the wild boars eat along with them, and they burnt that tower and demolished that house. And I became exceedingly sorrowful over that tower, because that house of the sheep was demolished. And afterwards I was unable to see if those sheep entered that house. First Period of the Angelic Rulers From the Destruction of Jerusalem to the Return from the Captivity And the shepherds and their associates delivered over those sheep to all the wild beasts to devour them and each one of them received in his time a definite number. It was written by the other in a book how many each one of them destroyed of them, and each one slew and destroyed many more than was prescribed. And I began to weep and lament on account of those sheep. And thus in the vision I saw that one who wrote, how he wrote down every one that was destroyed by those shepherds day by day, and tarried up and laid down, and showed actually the whole book to the Lord of the sheep, even everything that they had done, and all that each one of them had made away with, and all that they had given over to destruction. And the book was read before the Lord of the sheep, and he took the book from his hand, and read it, and sealed it, and laid it down. Second period, from the time of Cyrus, to that of Alexander the Great. And forthwith I saw how the shepherds pastured for twelve hours. And behold, three of those sheep turned back and came and entered, 
and began to build up all that had fallen down of that house. But the wild boars tried to hinder them, but they were not able. And they began again to build as before, and they reared up that tower, and it was named the High Tower. And they began again to place a table before the tower, but all the bread on it was polluted and not pure. And as touching all this, the eyes of those sheep were blinded so that they saw not, and the eyes of their shepherds likewise. And they delivered them in large numbers to their shepherds for destruction, and they trampled the sheep with their feet and devoured them. And the Lord of the sheep remained unmoved till all the sheep were dispersed over the field and mingled with them the beasts, and they, the shepherds, did not save them out of the hand of the beasts. And this one who wrote the book carried it up and showed it and read it before the Lord of the sheep and implored him on their account and besought him on their account as he showed him all the doings of the shepherds and gave testimony before him against all the shepherds. And he took the actual book and laid it down beside him and departed. Third period, from Alexander the Great to the Grecio-Syrian domination. Chapter 90 And I saw, till that in this manner, thirty-five shepherds undertook the pasturing of the sheep, and they severally completed their periods, as did the first, and others received them into their hands to pasture them for their period, each shepherd in his own period. And after that I saw in my vision all the birds of heaven coming, the eagles, the vultures, the kites, the ravens. But the eagles led all the birds, and they began to devour those sheep, and to pick out their eyes, and to devour their flesh. And the sheep cried out because their flesh was being devoured by the birds, and as for me I looked and lamented in my sleep over that shepherd who pastured the sheep. And I saw until those sheep were devoured by the dogs and eagles and kites, and they left neither flesh nor skin nor sinew remaining on them, till only their bones stood there. And their bones, too, fell to the earth, and the sheep became few. And I saw until that twenty-three had undertaken the pasturing and completed in their several periods fifty-eight times. Fourth period, from the Grecio-Syrian domination to the Maccabean revolt. And behold, lambs were born by those white sheep, and they began to open their eyes and to see, and to cry to the sheep. Yea, they cried to them, but they did not hearken to what they said to them, but were exceedingly deaf, and their eyes were very exceedingly blinded. And I saw in the vision how the ravens flew upon those lambs and took one of those lambs and dashed the sheep in pieces and devoured them. And I saw till horns grew upon those lambs and the ravens cast down their horns. And I saw till there sprouted a great horn out of one of those sheep and their eyes were opened. And it looked at them and it cried to the sheep and the rams saw it and all ran to it. And notwithstanding all this, those eagles and vultures and ravens and kites still kept tearing the sheep and swooping down upon them and devouring them, 
Still the sheep remained silent, but the rams lamented and cried out. And those ravens fought and battled with it and sought to lay low its horn, but they had no power over it. The last assault of the Gentiles on the I don't like that he puts titles, time periods in the middle here because he's, and I get where the vision associates with stories from the Bible and stories from our past, but it also associates with things that are going on right now. Okay. Yeah, but I don't think the titles degrade anything that's no, going no, no, on no. Right now. I'm just no, saying, no, I, I think the titles are actually good because quite as, quite honestly, this could be the last assault, assault of the Gentiles on the Jews. Yeah. Or the Jews on the Gentiles, one of the whichever way you want to put it, yeah. it doesn't necessarily have to be the Gentiles on the Jews. So, but I'm I'm just in listening to it, it just sounds like His everything opinion. we're seeing now. Yeah, it does. Really does. So the only thing we haven't seen yet is trans, the trans movement mm -hmm. yet described. When the female sheep and the male sheep start changing sexes. We got problems because that's where we're at. Yeah. Jews. And I saw till the shepherds and eagles and those vultures and kites came, and they cried to the ravens that they should break the horn of that ram. And they battled and fought with it, and it battled with them and cried that its help might come. And I saw till a great sword was given to the sheep, and the sheep proceeded against all the beasts of the field to slay them and all the beasts and the birds of the heaven fled before their face. And I saw till that man, who wrote down the names of the shepherds and carried up into the presence of the Lord of the sheep, came and helped it and showed it everything. He had come down for the help of that ram. And I saw till the Lord of the sheep came unto them in wrath, and all who saw him fled and they all fell into his shadow from before his face. So what this is telling me is that either Jesus has already returned and done his thousand-year millennial reign of Christ, as we've previously discussed, and we are currently in the reign of Satan, which I believe is true, and we are coming up to the final battle. Or... It's all about to happen all over again. Perhaps when Jesus returned the last time for his thousand-year millennial reign, that was yet another reset. And everything that Enoch's telling us is happening all over again. Reset number two. Reset Actually, by appointment. Reset number 17, but okay. Judgment of the fallen angels, the shepherds, and the apostates. And I saw till a throne was erected in the pleasant land, and the Lord of the sheep sat himself thereon, and the other took the sealed books and opened those books before the Lord of the sheep. And the Lord called those men the seven first white ones, and commanded that they should bring before him, beginning with the first star which led the way, all the stars whose privy members were like those of horses, and they brought them all before him. And he said to that man who wrote before him, being one of those seven white ones, and said unto him, 
Take those seventy shepherds to whom I delivered the sheep, and who, taking them on their own authority, slew more than I commanded them. And behold, they were all bound, I saw, and they all stood before him. And the judgment was held first over the stars, and they were judged and found guilty, and went to the place of condemnation. And they were cast into an abyss full of fire and flaming, and full of pillars of fire. And those seventy shepherds were judged and found guilty, and they were cast into that fiery abyss. And I saw at that time how a like abyss was opened in the midst of the earth full of fire, and they brought those blinded sheep, and they were all judged and found guilty and cast into this fiery abyss, and they burned. Now this abyss was to the right of that house. What, what if this is cancel culture? What if this is cancel culture? What if this is them casting out the people from their house that's talking about their house? What if this is what this is referring to? What if the sheep in the fiery abyss is the cancel culture that we see going on in our own own time right now? Or like Lindsay said, this is literally hell on earth. And when it says, I saw it, I saw at that time how a like abyss was opened in the midst of the earth full of fire. And they brought those blinded sheep and they were all judged and found guilty and cast into this fiery abyss on it, the earth. It, it's crazy that they refer to the people who are not awake to the coming of the Lord or the, awake just to the possibility that there's something above us. Sheep. They refer to every one of them as sheep. And we refer to them as the same way. Sheeple. The same fucking way. Yep craziness how uh, what it really interests me though here is the seven and the 70 the 70 shepherds and the seven judges because i know that there are seven judges who judge the judges you want to no no, no, no. There are four judges that judge the seven judges. All right. There's four judges that judge the seven judges. The 70 ju or the seven judges judge the 70. Or most of mankind. The 70 judge most of mankind. The seven judge the 70. The four judge the seven. God judges the four. Yeah. God bless. Um... But the 70 kill more than they're allotted. The 70 destroy more than they're supposed to. Well, no, there's a, if, if you look at it, okay, if you, you boil it back down to what it really is talking about, it, it's a system of checks and balances. Mm -hmm. Those 70 judges went too far mm -hmm. when they slaughtered what they had to slaughter. Mm -hmm then God had to judge them and God put in place somebody else to judge them first. Mm -hmm. So that way it wasn't just God's wrath that they were feeling. Mm -hmm. That's all. It's literally a hierarchy. Yeah. Yeah. It's chain of command. And I saw those sheep burning and their bones burning. The new Jerusalem, the conversion of the surviving Gentiles, 
the resurrection of the righteous, the Messiah. And I stood up to see till they folded up that old house, and carried off all the pillars and all the beams and ornaments of the house were at the same time folded up with it, and they carried it off and laid it in a place in the south of the land. And I saw till the Lord of the sheep brought a new house, greater and loftier than that first, and set it up in the place of the first, which had the bier folded up. All its pillars were new, and its ornaments were new and larger than those of the first, the old one, which he had taken away, and all the sheep were within it. Wow, that sounds like the second temple of Jerusalem, which hasn't been rebuilt yet. Doesn't it, though? Yeah. Just saying. When I saw all the sheep which had been left, and all the beasts on the earth, and all the birds of the heaven, falling down and doing homage to those sheep, and making petition to and obeying them in everything. And thereafter, those three who were clothed in white, and had seized me by the hand who had taken me up before, and the hand of that ram also seizing hold of me, they took me up and set me down in the midst of those sheep before the judgment took place. And those sheep were all white, and their wool was abundant and clean. And all that had been destroyed and dispersed, and all the beasts of the field, and all the birds of the heaven assembled in that house. And the Lord of the sheep rejoiced with great joy, because they were all good, and had returned to his house. And I saw till they laid down that sword which had been given to the sheep, and they brought it back into the house, and it was sealed before the presence of the Lord, and all the sheep were invited into that house, but it held them not. And the eyes of them all were opened, and they saw the good, and there was not one among them that did not see. Hmm. And, I and soon... Everyone, every man will know that God is real and the lines will be drawn and everyone will have to make a choice. But the house won't fit everyone. Wow, that sounds really fucking familiar. Just saying. Either way, it is it's about, about that time. time for a break here. So we're going to break this real quick. Hold on. Let me do something really quick before you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. You got to, you got to fix it. I got to fix a couple of things. Cause we, we heard where it kept skipping and, and we're trying to adjust on the fly. So, uh, yeah. So we keep unplugging our camera and plugging it back in. Cause for some reason that seems to have making, have an effect on it and we don't know why, whatever. Sure. We're working. We're but working the problem. We're just, we're, we're doing it. So. So we're going to go back to a solo layout and we're going to go back to it's about that time. Yeah, it is. Hey, um, babe, you want to get high? Oh, fuck yeah. All right, let's do it. Hey, you know what time it is, fuckers. If you've got it, it's time to smoke it. Thunder, 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 Fuck if I know. I, it's not too bad. I've seen it worse. It's bad. Yep, there's a 
Smoke it up. You got it. I was in the, uh, when I brought the kids to their, uh, open house the other night and we were in the high school at 420 talking to one of his teachers when my alarm went off and the teacher like looked at her watch and kind of like looked at me and I just shut my alarm off and I didn't say anything <laughs> I was like if you I'm, I'm thinking to myself if you know why that alarm is going off right now then you do the same thing the I same do fucking thing All right, you want to hear something really crazy? This kind of fucking blew me away today. Maybe more proof that our child's the Antichrist. Um, what the fuck is going on? It's all fucked up. I'm telling you, Chrome's fucked. All right, so, folks, as soon as we're done with the, the tribute, we're going to back all the way out. We're going to shut this down real quick. We're going to come right back. We're just going to be in Firefox. We got to change I mean, this over. I think we can. I think. Well, can we do it on the fly? Can you bring it up as. Don't do it yet. Let's we'll we'll attempt it in a second. Let's let it catch up to itself, and then we'll okay. fix it from there. I just I, I don't know if I like the skipping. I, the I don't like issue. the skipping, and I don't like the uh, the camera issue. Yeah. Um, Sparky wants to know, Mick, if you'd ever heard of the Finnish World War II sniper named the White Death. I sure have. Who hasn't? Didn't they do a movie about him? Yes, they did. Yeah, there you go. And he was an amazing, uh, matter of fact, they tell his story in, uh, when you go to U S army sniper school in America, they tell his story in the opening. When you go through your initial entrance into sniper school, they talk about all of his story because dude, he was a hunter. He used to hunt wolves. That was his job. He used to hunt you fuckers. Sparky, I should be able to open Firefox and enter the studio, like, and shut down Chrome and enter the studio right there. So it will just be. It'll be a fraction I'll of a actually, second. I'll play an ad and it should. No, continue. no, you can't. I think it'll continue to play because we're not going to end the broadcast. We're just going to switch over. That's true. So, yeah. Well, what we're going to do is bring up Firefox in the background and start running all of our shit through there and then just switch over. You shouldn't notice much on your end. Anyway, craziness. So we're driving. The teenager and I were going to the store today, real quick, <laughs> and uh, there were some turkey vultures in the middle of the road, and he stopped and honked at him to get out of the way, and he looks at me and he's like, uh, "So, yeah, I know the whole thing's frozen." Knocks on your door. What do we tell him? Nah, bear. Nah, bear. Nah, bear. Give him the nah, bear. It is all frozen. It's frozen mm -hmm. up like a motherfucker. Yep. Shit sucks. All right. Well, we're going to fix it. So um, we're going to fix it right now. Matter of fact. So just uh, stand by real quick. I'm going to do a couple of thingies here. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to fuck with it just a bit and we're going to fix it. Hopefully. Mm -hmm. Cause right now it's frozen. Like we can't do shit over here. Yep. Anyway. So uh, we're driving to the store and, and there's some Turkey vultures in the road and, and the kid's driving and he stops and he honks. And uh, to get them out of the way. And then he's like, you know, turkey vultures are really cool birds. They're really nice. I was like, what do you mean they're really nice? He was like, yeah. I went out for a walk the other day. And uh, and there was some on the road and I stopped. And one of them just topped up on my arm. And the other one just topped up on my shoulder and just hung out. And I'm thinking to myself, you really are the Antichrist. 
who the fuck has tur turkey vultures just hop up on their shoulder and their arm and just chill apparently our kid uh, this is us babe this isn't this hmm. isn't the internet this is us there's something going on here mm. we're getting like a there's something definitely going on here i don't know what the fuck it is but um you know we might have to reset the internet <laughs> Yep. Because uh, this is taking a lot longer than it should. Yeah, this is not running right. All right. Well, and things appear to be running wrong. All right. We're going to be right back, folks. Just give us a minute and uh, we'll be right back. Get, would you Fine. stop? All right. Please we'll play uh, the ad. Play, play the. I'm not playing anything. I'm going to, uh, we're, we're leaving. We're, we'll be right back. Okay. okay. Sorry. We're not ending shit. We'll be right back. Okay. Come on. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Now we should be back. However, uh, we got to bring up. We lost Enoch and I did. don't know where it is. Fuck. That's going to be rough. No. It's... Well, we're two hours and 41 minutes in. Yeah, there you go. And 15 minutes of music and 10 minutes of intro. So two hours and 20 minutes in. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. So you guys should be able to hear us better now. It should be working a little bit better. I Hopefully. hope um, we might still have a little pause in our speech, but which sucks. I can't fix that. Unfortunately. Yeah. We can't fix that on fucking, you know, it's either one or the other. Oh man. It was right there. It was, it at, was, it w went right to the spot and fucking and the, hold on. The book. Bring it. Um, hold on. We were way up there. Yeah. Let's see where that is. Of course, we got to play. I will. So. Uh, nope. No, it's a little. And crossed that stream of water. And there arose the two sheep. I think we're close to That's there. really close, actually. If you let that go for one more, I think we're right there. I think uh. it's the next page. You think? Yes, because it was like 40 or 41 when we left off. Oh, fuck. I just did that again. Oh, no, you didn't. Yeah, hold on. That's okay. Forward, and everything I shall command you, that do ye. And I will deliver them over unto you, duly numbered, and tell you. Yeah, we're past that. Yeah, we're way past that. The resurrection there we of go. the righteous. That's right about the where Messiah. we Yep. Cool. And I stood up to see till they folded up that old house and carried off all the pillars and all the beams and ornaments of the house were at the same time folded up with it. And they carried it off and laid it in a place in the south of the land. And I saw till the Lord of the sheep brought a new house, greater and loftier than that first, and set it up in the place of the first, which had the bier folded up. All its pillars were new and its ornaments were new and larger than those of the first, the old one, which he had taken away, and all the sheep were within it. When I saw all the sheep which had been left, and all the beasts on the earth, and all the birds of the heaven, falling down and doing homage to those sheep, and making petition 
to and obeying them in everything. And thereafter, those three who were clothed in white and had seized me by the hand who had taken me up before, and the hand of that ram also seizing hold of me, they took me up and set me down in the midst of those sheep before the judgment took place. And those sheep were all white, and their wool was abundant and clean. And all that had been destroyed and dispersed, and all the beasts of the field, and all the birds of the heaven assembled in that house. And the Lord of the sheep rejoiced with great joy, because they were all good, and had returned to his house. And I saw till they laid down that sword which had been given to the sheep, and they brought it back into the house, and it was sealed before the presence of the Lord, and all the sheep were invited into that house. What but the it fuck? held them What not. the fuck just happened? Can you guys still the hear eyes that of them? I think it's us that can't hear it. Wow. What the fuck is going on right now? Seriously. All were opened, and they saw the good. Okay. And there was I, not I one. I can't either. Is it even plain? It's not even plain. Well, I just stopped it because I couldn't hear anything. What the fuck is going on? No. I don't know. We can hear everything. They we still... can't hear anything. Okay, that's really weird. What the fuck is going on? I don't know. That's really fucked up. Okay, well. Keep going. Right. I guess. If you guys can still hear it, then. Um, you're going to have to let us know when it's over because we can't hear I mean, shit. We can read it, but And yeah. I saw that that house was large and broad and very full. And I saw that a white bull was born with large horns, and all the beasts of the field and all the birds of the air feared him and made petition to him all the time. And I saw till all their generations were transformed, and they all became white bulls. And the first among them became a lamb, and that lamb became a great animal and had great black horns on its head. And the Lord of the sheep rejoiced over it, and over all the oxen. And I slept in their midst, and I awoke, and saw everything. This is the vision which I saw while I slept. And I awoke, and blessed the Lord of righteousness, and gave him glory. Then I wept with a great weeping, and my tears stayed not till I could no longer endure it. When I saw, they flowed on account of what I had seen. For everything shall come and be fulfilled, and all the deeds of men in their order were shown unto me. On that night I remembered the first dream, and because of it I wept and was troubled, because I had seen that vision. The Concluding Section of the Book Enoch's Book of Admonition for His Children Chapter 91 The book, written by Enoch, Enoch indeed wrote this complete doctrine of wisdom, which is praised of all men, and a judge of all the earth. For all my children who shall dwell on the earth, and for the future generations who shall observe uprightness and peace. 
let not your spirit be troubled on account of the times. For the Holy and Great One has appointed days for all things. And the Righteous One shall arise from sleep, shall arise and walk in the paths of righteousness. And all his path and conversation shall be in eternal goodness and grace. He will be gracious to the righteous and give him eternal uprightness. And he will give him power so that he shall be endowed with goodness and righteousness, and he shall walk in eternal light. And sin shall perish in darkness forever, and shall no more be seen from that day forevermore. We're within it. And I saw all the sheep which had been will come to pass. And now, ah, the resurrection of the righteous. Thuzanah, call to me all thy brothers. All were opened, and they saw the good. And there was not one among them that did not see. And I saw that that Thuzanah, call to me. Yea, I, Enoch, will declare them. In the first week, while judgment and righteousness still endured, and after me, the righteousness, and walk not in the paths of violence, for all and uncleanness increase will come to pass. And now, hearken unto me, the holy Lord will come forth with wrath and chastisement to execute judgment on earth. In those days violence shall be cut off from its roots, and the roots of unrighteousness together with deceit, and they shall be destroyed from under heaven. And all the idols of the heathen shall be abandoned, and the temples burned with fire, and they shall remove them from the whole earth. And they, the heathen, shall be cast into the judgment of fire, and they shall perish in wrath and in grievous judgment for ever. And the righteous shall arise from their sleep, and wisdom shall arise and be given unto them. And after that the roots of unrighteousness shall be cut off, and the sinners shall be destroyed by the sword, shall be cut off from the blasphemers in every place, and those who plan violence and those who commit blasphemy shall perish by the sword. And now I tell you, my sons, and show you the paths of righteousness and the paths of violence. Yea, I will show them to you again, that ye may know what will come to pass. And now hearken unto me, my sons, and walk in the paths of righteousness, and walk not in the paths of violence. For all who walk in the paths of unrighteousness shall perish forever. The Apocalypse of Weeks Chapter 93 And after that Enoch both gave and began to recount from the books. And Enoch said, Concerning the children of righteousness, and concerning the elect of the world, and concerning the plant of uprightness, I will speak these things. Yea, I, Enoch, will declare them unto you, my sons, according to that which appeared to me in the heavenly vision, and which I have known 
through the word of the holy angels and have learnt from the heavenly tablets. And Enoch began to recount from the books and said, I was born the seventh in the first week, while judgment and righteousness still endured. And after me there shall arise in the second week great wickedness, and deceit shall have sprung up, and in it there shall be the first end, and in it a man shall be saved, and after it is ended unrighteousness shall grow up, and a law Fuck are we Why the, the fuck, fuck are, are we, we muted? What the fuck is going on? Seriously, what the fuck is going on? Holy shit. Okay, that is fucked up. It muted us inside. All right, that's so fucked up. Okay, now you can hear us again? Wait a minute. Yeah? Nah. <laughs> what? No, there's... Some other weird shit I just saw. I've only seen one other time. What's that? Nothing. Uh, I'll talk to you about it in a second. Okay. Right, let's see if it goes. How far back? Well, how long have you guys been? Muted? I think they could they could hear that, but they couldn't hear us. So. How long have we been muted? I, I I'm just trying to figure out. Well, like, this was playing. All right. It was when I was popping in, I think, that they couldn't hear. Okay. <sighs> okay. Shall be made for the sinners. And after that, in the third week at its close, a man shall be elected as the plant of righteous judgment, and his posterity shall become the plant of righteousness forevermore. And after that, in the fourth week, at its close, visions of the holy and righteous shall be seen and a law for all generations, and an enclosure shall be made for them. And after that, in the fifth week, at its close, the house of glory and dominion shall be built forever. And after that, in the sixth week, all who live in it shall be blinded, and the hearts of all of them shall godlessly forsake wisdom. And in it a man shall ascend, and at its close the house of dominion shall be burnt with fire, and the whole race of the chosen root shall be dispersed. And after that, in the seventh week, shall an apostate generation arise, and many shall be its deeds, and all its deeds shall be apostate. And at its close shall be elected right, the elect righteous the of the eternal plant of... Wait, wait, hold on a second. What? Leo's saying we should go back like five minutes. Really? That far? Okay. Because there's got to be some weird shit going on here because we've had no problem here. Like, we could hear it. And we were not muted. Did you guys hear my whole... You guys didn't hear anything when I was talking about it and telling you you guys didn't hear any of that? Hmm... <laughs> Oh, I understand mm. now. Okay, never mind. Go back five minutes. Oh. Brightness and peace. Let not your spirit be troubled on account of I the times. Hear? Is this about for the right, holy Leo? and great one Would has you appointed agree? days for all things? Pause it. Pause and the righteous. Is this about right, 
Leo. Would you agree? Okay. Couldn't hear anything from me. Wow. No wonder. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's say I said something and I got in trouble pretty quick for it. (laughs) That's why. The sound cut out for, oh, okay. Yeah. This is something entirely different. We'll go back to this. <laughs> I'm going to do it again. One shall arise from sleep, shall arise awesome. and walk in the paths of righteousness. Okay. And Here all his go. path and conversation shall be in <laughs> eternal no, goodness no. Okay. and grace. All right. <sighs> and the righteous one shall arise from sleep. Can you guys hear me? Okay shall arise and walk in the paths of righteousness and all his path and conversation shall be an eternal goodness and grace. Okay. You would think that's talking about Jesus, right? Sounds like it. He will be gracious to the righteous and give him eternal uprightness. And he will give him power so that he shall be endowed with goodness and righteousness. And he shall walk in eternal light. Still sounds like he's talking about Jesus, right? He'll be gracious to the righteous and give him eternal uprightness. But but wait, hold on. And he will give him power so that he shall be endowed with goodness and righteousness and he shall walk in eternal light. Jesus was gracious to more than just the righteous. Jesus was gracious to everyone. Jesus was gracious to the sinners. Jesus was gracious to everyone and everything. Everyone and everything, not just the righteous. Correct. But hold on, let's keep going. And sin shall perish in darkness forever, and shall no more be seen from that day forevermore. Has that happened yet? Has sin perished in darkness forever? Do we still see sin? Yes. Yes, we see sin everywhere. This has not happened yet. This has not happened yet. And sin shall perish in darkness forever and shall be no more seen from that day forevermore. We still see sin every single day. This, he will be gracious to the righteous and give him eternal righteousness. This person, this righteous one who awakes, this hasn't happened yet. Enoch's admission. Oh, no, no, no. Hold children. on. Hold on. It may have happened. It may have happened in that the person that is going to bring about that change is awake now. Now, but I'm saying this didn't, this, 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 is not no, 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 to no. 3,000 years ago, no, or no, 2,300 no. years ago, no. or 2,000 years ago, or whatever. No, this is, that is not talking about Jesus. I'm sorry. It's not. I guarantee it's not. No, because sin was still prevalent from the time of Jesus all the way through now, until now. There had, we have not been without sin. Sin is seen every single day because we have free will. Mm. That is our. That is the. You you know the scales of justice. You know how Lady Justice is blind. The scales move either way. The point is, is the same's true. For, the, the same thing's true for sin. Okay, let's keep going here. Chapter ninety-two. And now, my son, Methuselah, call to me all thy brothers, and gather together to me all the sons of thy mother. For the word calls me, and the Spirit is poured out upon me, that I may show you everything that shall befall you forever. 
And thereupon Methuselah went and summoned to him all his brothers, and assembled his relatives. And he spake unto all the children of righteousness, and said, Hear, ye sons of Enoch, all the words of your father, and hearken aright to the voice of my mouth. For I exhort you, and say unto you, Beloved, Love uprightness, and walk therein, and draw not nigh to uprightness with a double heart, and associate not with those of a double heart, but walk in righteousness, my sons, and it shall guide you on good paths, and righteousness shall be your companion. For I know that violence must increase on the earth, and a great chastisement be executed on the earth, and all unrighteousness come to an end. Yea. For I know that violence must increase on the earth, and a great chastisement be executed on the earth, and all unrighteousness come to an end. Has unrighteousness come to an end yet? No. Has unrighteousness come to an end yet? No. Who else are you going to ask? This hasn't happened yet. It shall be cut off from its roots, and its whole structure be destroyed. And unrighteousness shall again be consummated on the earth, and all the deeds of unrighteousness and of violence and transgression shall prevail in a twofold degree. And when sin and unrighteousness and blasphemy and violence in all kinds of deeds increase, and apostasy and transgression and uncleanness increase, a great chastisement shall come from heaven upon all these. And the Holy Lord will come forth with wrath and chastisement to execute judgment. Are we are, those, are we not dealing with that right now in San Francisco? Are we not dealing that with unrighteousness and blasphemy and violence in all kinds of deeds increase? Are we not dealing with that from San Francisco to New York right now? Have we not seen not crime just, US, just shoot up in major cities across? I'm just talking about the U.S. because you know what? We live in the U.S. The only thing we can really report on is the U.S. But what I can tell you is across the world, it's not just here. It's everywhere. And apostasy and transgression and unclean, uncleanness increase. A great chastisement shall come from heaven upon all these, and the Holy Lord will come forth with wrath and chastisement to execute judgment on earth. Has the Holy Lord come yet to execute judgment on earth? Nope. That's coming. That's coming really soon. That's coming really soon. Hey, all the idols. Of the heathens shall be abandoned. Violence shall be cut off from its roots. And the roots of unrighteousness together with deceit, and they shall be destroyed from under heaven. Have the roots of unrighteousness together with deceit been destroyed yet? Nope. No. And all the idols of the heathen shall be abandoned, and the temples burned with fire, and they shall remove them from the whole earth. And they, the heathen, shall be cast into the judgment of fire. So this is not talking about the flood. This is talking about fire. What have I been telling y'all? Hold on. 
Hold on, hold on. Go back to the Fire. top. Go back to the top of that one. And all Let's, the idols of the heathen shall be abandoned. Yes. And the next line. And the temples burned with fire. Okay. So let's talk about the Georgia Guidestones. Hmm. One quick second. How did that get destroyed? It got Ooh. destroyed them straight up. Fire. No, no, fire. Mm -hmm. Fire destroyed them. It was an explosion. Whether it was God or not is immaterial. It was fire that destroyed them within the parallels to this. And it was abandoned. How was it abandoned? Because the next day they deemed it unsafe and destroyed the rest of the stones. So let me ask you this, because we've talked before as well about the nature of religion. Right? Yes. What is any church but a temple? Built upon a rock. By man. Correct. Do you find God in the church? No, you no. find God in God's place. You find Correct. God in the place that God built, not in the place that man built. Man. Right now, when you drive down any street in any town anywhere in the world, are you surrounded by temples? No. Yes, you are. Well, you should You be. see a church on every corner. I'm sorry, it doesn't matter. Whether or not it has a large congregation, there is a church everywhere. There is a church in every city, multiple churches, multiple temples in every city of every denomination. should be in every house should be in every person correct but instead those temples surround us now have they been burned with fire have they been removed from the entire earth no no we're not there yet but that's coming see this is not predicting the end this well it is but it's predicting a future end something that he wasn't talking about then because remember when he was around, God did it with water. Mm -hmm. This isn't about water. This is all about fire. fire, fire. And they shall perish in wrath and in grievous judgment forever. And the righteous shall arise from their sleep and wisdom shall arise and be given unto them. And the righteous shall arise from their sleep. We use that verbiage every day. What do we spend every day trying to do? What do we say we're trying to do? We are trying to wake people up. We are the righteous in this story. And wisdom is given to us to try and wake other people up. The same verbiage that Enoch used 6,000 years ago almost, 5,000 years ago almost, is the same verbiage that we use today. We call them sheep. We say they're asleep. Scratches out, by the way, pilled side. And it's literally our job to wake them up. We have taken that. Who gave us that job? No one. We took it upon ourselves. Why? Because God woke us up. Because we, the righteous, arose from our sleep, and we were all asleep at some point, and wisdom were given to us. And we took it upon us to try and pass that on to others. So, yeah, wake, the, that the roots of wake the fuck up, motherfuckers. Yes, that's exactly what the point is. Wake the fuck up. Look, 
it's not going to be fucking sunshines and fucking rainbows every goddamn day. We're going to have some bad days coming up. It's going to suck for a lot of us. Don't think for a second that you're going to ex remember what we're talking about here. We are talking about revolution. <laughs> we're talking about a lot more than that, baby. We, we are specifically discussing revolution on this channel. That's what we've talked about. No, well, we've also talked about, well, God, God, God's going to do God. I'm not at God's pay, pay grade. So I don't, I don't no, even, I don't pretend, I don't pretend for a second to know what he's going to do. What I can tell you is what we're going to do. We're talking about revolution. This is not a revolution that's going to be fought on a foreign soil. This is not going to be a revolution that is going to be fought in, you know, fucking two time zones away. This is going to be fought in our backyards. You're going to have firsthand knowledge of what takes place. You're going to see it. I feel like a fucking echo machine from fucking a 200 plus years ago. And right in the midst of all of that, when we are literally fighting for our, our freedom, for our survival, for our country, for our democracy, we are going to wake up even more and realize that that is all an even bigger distraction because we will all know very soon that God is real and the lines will be drawn and everyone will have to choose a side. So again, I asked the question, where do you stand? Which side of this? Because this isn't a two-part question. This is a one-part question. You have a decision to make. You have got to put all of your eggs in one basket. And you can't split them up because he's going to know. That's a question you have to ask yourself. It's not something we can give you advice on. Mm -hmm. Righteousness shall be cut off, and the sinners shall be destroyed by the sword, shall be cut off from the blasphemers in every place. And those who plan violence, and those who commit blasphemy, shall perish by the sword. Again, have we seen this yet? Okay. So we just talked about the righteous shall arise from their sleep and wisdom shall arise and be given unto them. We are the righteous. And after that, so this is happening right now that the righteous are arising from their sleep right now in this time, right now, we are the righteous. We are waking people up every single day. Yep. And after that, so this is what's coming next. The roots of unrighteousness shall be cut off and the sinners shall be destroyed by the sword and shall be cut off from the blasphemers in every place. Have you seen sinners destroyed by the sword? Because I sure as shit haven't. No, but Lindsay, I got a question for you. Who have you been talking to? Because, no, 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 this is a good point. This is a really great point. She said, there's a, there's a good there's a theory. She has a theory as to why our audience hasn't risen. She said, uh, she said, it's, it's not because you guys suck. It's because the ones who are supposed to be here are here. Mm -hmm. Yep. Lindsay, that's what I was told. 
I was told that we were only supposed to have a specific audience size. I knew exactly the number that we were going to hit. We're never, ever going to get any bigger than that. I mean, I, you know, we see it grow by dribbles and drips here and there. You know, we, we've gone from what last month we were at 2000 followers on Rumble or 1.9 and now we're at 2.3. So, you know, we get another three, 400 people that here and then, you know, another thousand over on Clout Hub and uh, another, another 13,000 over on fucking the other two platforms that we're on because they're the ones that blow up. It's um, not anything special. It's not. And I agree with you. Not Joe Rogan. But I, I, I'm not. We're only supposed to have a specific number. And they told me that. That's why we did it. So it was okay. We're not going to be great. We're not going to be big. But we don't give a shit. We don't want to be. I, I, like I'd rather. I'd rather be who I am. And yeah. I'm good with that. Plus, when you get that big. You either have to sell out or they shut you down and, and don't want to be put in that situation because we're not going to sell out. I'm definitely not selling out. I will so, fight to the end. Fuck them. I don't give a fuck less. Yep. Anyway, okay. moving right along. And now I tell you, my sons, and show you the paths of righteousness and the paths of violence. Yea, I will show them to you again that ye may know what will come to pass. And now... Hearken unto me, my sons, and walk in the paths of righteousness, and walk not in the paths of violence. For all who walk in the paths of unrighteousness shall perish forever. Okay, so something he says here. So he says, to walk in the path of righteousness and not in the path of violence. All right, so think about that. He, he says... He doesn't say walk in the paths of peace and not in the paths of violence. And in the previous chapter slide, he said, I think it was number 11. He said that uh, the unrighteous shall be killed by the sword. Who do you think is going to kill them by the sword? Do you think God's going to kill them by the sword? No, no, the righteous, will. the righteous will kill them by the sword. The point is, is that there's all right. Well, you, I see what you're doing. No, you're wrong. No, 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 no. No, no listen, I'm not, because you don't see what I'm doing here. I am not saying that the path of righteousness does not include what we consider violence. I'm not saying that the righteous won't ever be called upon to judge the unrighteous or even take the life of the unrighteous. I'm saying that the definition of violence as he uses it here is what we see going on in our culture today. It is the random beating of strangers on the street, pushing people in front of oncoming trains or just what some guy just walked up and, and shot a bunch of people in the middle of the street in New York city. That is violence. Or the, or the one, or the one dude who stabbed that fucking EMT like 13 times in the yes. back of a fucking exactly. ambulance on the way to the hospital yes. that, after he had been shot. That is violence. Well, it's unfettered violence. Exactly. M meaning we didn't retaliate. Meaning there was no retaliation. The person was put in cuffs and well, taken to jail instead of being taken to the hospital. So when he says, do, don't walk in the path of violence, he means don't do that, but walk in the path of righteousness. 
when you walk in the path of righteousness, it does not mean that you won't ever be called upon to take up the sword. No, 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 no. You, you're missing. You no, will be. No, you're you're missing it. There is such a thing as righteous violence. There is such a thing as righteous violence. I'm sorry. Exactly. That's exactly what I said. A, a father shows righteous violence when he kills the person who kills his daughter. Who are we to judge that father? That is my question. I have always asked that. I have always sat there and said, wait, 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 wait a minute. Hold on. What's the case? This guy's, his daughter was killed by this dude and he went and killed her. He went and killed the guy. Who are we to judge that man? Seriously. No, no. no. Think about this. March Think 15, about March this. 514. Where can you watch the video without all the interruptions? Look up um, Enoch three or book of Enoch three on YouTube. That's where I got it from. Sorry. I apologize. Yeah, that's that's what we do, though. So this is a podcast and we we put in our uh, our two cents because that's kind of the point of it, of going over it. Um, so, you know, if you just want to watch the video, go to YouTube and watch it there. But it, it literally says, you know, it's the same path. Righteous violence are the same path of the righteous, meaning you will be called upon to take up the sword to defend the position in which you stand just like any other Christian when being called out about being a Christian and being called out about being uh, this, that, or the other thing. When, when you're accused of something and you take up that stand, you say, yeah, I am a Christian. What's your point? That all of a sudden sways the conversation because everything turns around. I've been in those conversations before I have been in those with other Christians, no doubt which was even crazier. So I was dating this one chick. I'll give you a perfect example. Was she I, the Seventh-day Adventist? Yes. I knew you were going to talk about her. Moved down to Tennessee. And there I am. I got moved from Fort Benning up to Tennessee after I uh, asked to leave Ranger Regiment. And uh, they sent me to the 101st. And they thought it was going to kill my career, blah, 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 this, that, and the other thing, because they were out to get you back in the day, right? Mm -hmm. So when I asked to leave, I ended up back at the 101st and uh, sitting at the 101st, I, uh, I don't know, first couple months I was there, I met a buddy of mine who I had gone to basic training with. He's a good dude. We got into some stupid shit, you know, just normal guy shit. Anyway, long story short, he ended up pissing hot in your analysis, ended up getting extra duty for 45 days. During that 45 days, he had lent me his car. He had a pretty sweet Camaro. It was nice. It wasn't great. You used someone else's Jared. car to pick up a... Well, of course, Jared pissed hot. So, yeah. So, you know exactly <laughs> now what I'm talking about. So, you know who I'm talking about, I know about, exactly right? what you're talking about, yes. So, I drove out to Clarksville this one night with his car and uh, went out and I uh, had been talking to this chick online or uh, via text message. And uh, we finally met up for dinner and everything else and went out, had a good time, blah, blah, blah. And uh, well, he couldn't go anywhere. So he's like, yeah, dude, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Take my car. Not a problem. So uh, he was my roommate. So why not? Mm -hmm. So I did it. And uh, so we're out there and uh, cruising around. I was out there cruising around and uh, I didn't know really all about this chick. And then we we're at this club one night. And, uh, it was just, it was Jared's first night off restriction. So I took him out partying. Of so course we, you did. So I we went hot again. Yeah. So we went down to, uh, Nashville and, uh, we're, we, we were fucking hammered. 
And uh, she was down there too. Long story short, I ended up, we both ended up going back with, he ended up going home with some other chick. I ended up going home with her. Long story short, come to find out, she's just like, we were talking about religion some point in the morning. And I was just like, man, this is weird. What the fuck is going on here? It's like Saturday morning. You're talking about religion. Look, I'm, I'm looking to get my dick on. Let's go. It's time to open the wedding showers. Let's go. You, you, you weren't into religious pillow talk. And uh, yeah, I found out that she's a, like a seventh day Adventist and that her chastity belt was on wired tight. And I was like, well, fuck me running. Nope. Guess I'm going home with blue balls. And uh, she goes, God, I just hope you're not one of them Catholics. I was like, oh my God, you mm. not just say that. Mm. And man, that started everything right there. That was the beginning of the end of that relationship. Didn't right last very long. There. No. Did you ever hit no. it? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Chastity belt wasn't wired on that. Nope. Time, huh? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Hey, the Irish got smooth tongues for a reason. Oh, telling you. Pointed tongues. Telling you. For a reason. All right, let's go back to <laughs> my rod and my staff shall guide you. Wow. Yes, Ben, you're absolutely right, sir. <sighs> Jesus, Mick. <laughs> the apocalypse of winks. Now I'll remind you. Chat. Okay. Because what we were just talking about, besides Mick's seventh day Adventist sex story um, <laughs> in Enoch through here, right? We I are kind of beat that up like Enoch though. <laughs> he had a bunch of kids, but anyway, and I got road hard and put up wet. Just saying. This is all your fault now. <laughs> this is all your fault. You suck. All right. <laughs> that was really funny though. That was well put, Madame. Good use there. I'm I'm impressed. You're catching on quick. All right. You're a you're a faster study. I, I was a little worried. God's gonna smite me. <laughs> oh, shit. Um. Anyway. So what we were just talking about in the last couple of minutes while we were discussing the book of Enoch here is what's coming, what's about to come. So. This is all still about to come. The apocalypse of weeks that's coming. The 93. And after that, Enoch after that, both gave no, and began right? to recount from the books. And Enoch said, Concerning the children of righteousness, and concerning the elect of the world, and concerning the plant of uprightness, I will speak these things. Yea, I, Enoch, will declare them unto you, my sons, according to that which appeared to me in the heavenly vision, and which I have known through the word of the holy angels, and have learnt from the heavenly tablets. And Enoch began to recount from the books, and said, I was born the seventh in the first week, while judgment and righteousness still endured. And after me there shall arise in the second week great wickedness, and deceit shall have sprung up, and in it there shall be the first end, and in it a man shall be saved, and after it is ended unrighteousness shall grow up, and a law shall be made for the sinners. And after that, in the third week at its close, a man shall be elected as the plant of righteous judgment, and his posterity shall become the plant of righteousness 
forevermore. And after that, in the fourth week, at its close, visions of the holy and righteous shall be seen, and a law for all generations, and an enclosure shall be made for them. And after that, in the fifth week, at its close, the house of glory and dominion shall be built forever. And after that, in the sixth week, all who live in it shall be blinded, and the hearts of all of them shall godlessly forsake wisdom. And in it a man shall ascend, and at its close the house of dominion shall be burnt with fire, and the whole race of the chosen root shall be dispersed. And well, fuck. Hold on. Um. In the heavenly vision, and we. You went way back. No. Yeah. No, I went back just a li less than a minute. What are you looking? Dominion shall be. So he says he's born the seventh of the first week. Obviously, a week that he's describing is not a week that he's that that we perceive as a week. I think he's talking about an eon. Remember that Enoch didn't actually die. Enoch was brought up to heaven, still fully alive and is going to come back, right? In the last days. So he's born in the first week. The first week is a thousand years. The first millennia. In the second week, when Jesus was born the third week. And then in the fourth week at its close, visions of the holy and righteous shall be seen and a law for all generations and an enclosure shall be made for them. Maybe that would be the council of Nicaea, the creation of the churches. Well, the council of Nicaea didn't create churches. No, no, no. I said, and the creation of the churches, right? An enclosure shall be made for them. And after that, in the fifth week at its close, the house of glory and dominion shall be built forever. And after that, in the sixth week, all who live in it, in the house of glory and dominion, all those who think they're religious, shall be blinded, blinded to the truth. And the hearts of all of them shall godlessly forsake wisdom. Such as the jab? That's where we've been. That's where we've been. And in it, a man, one man shall ascend back to the verbiage. We use the word ascension. We talk about ascension all the time, right? And at its close, the house of dominion shall be burnt with fire. And the whole race of the chosen root shall be dispersed. Humanity will not survive. People will. Some people will. But humanity will not survive. One man shall ascend. And then at its close, the house of dominion, the house where the people who think they're religious, who think they're godly, but truly they've been blinded, the house of glory and dominion shall be burnt with fire. The door is shut. The door is closed. And yeah. he talked before about all the temples being burnt. Again, we're not there. Yep. That hasn't happened yet. Nope. But it will. But the door is shut. Yes, the door is shut. The door has been closed. 
built forever. And after that, in the sixth week, all who live in it shall be blinded, and the hearts of all of them shall godlessly forsake wisdom. And in it a man shall ascend, Amen. and at its close the house of dominion shall be burnt with fire, and the whole race of the chosen root shall be dispersed. And after that, in the seventh week, shall an apostate generation arise, and many shall be its deeds, and all its deeds shall be apostate. We definitely haven't seen that. An apostate generation. What would you consider an apostate generation? It'd be a generation that believes directly in God. That puts God first. Yes. No, no. It'd be a generation that believes directly in him, yes. which means they've seen him, yes. which means they understand. How many of you have seen God? Hmm. Ask yourself that. Just crazy question. And at its close, many of you shall be elected the elect righteous of the eternal plant of righteousness to receive sevenfold instruction concerning all his creation. For who is there of all the children of men that is able to hear the voice of the Holy One without being troubled? And who can think his thoughts? And who is there that can behold all the works of heaven? So this and is crazy. Stop. So this is crazy, right? Go back to that real quick. Just go back one, not even one second. Just go right back to the last slide. If you can do it. God, I hope you can do it. Please. Oh, let her I had it and then it was. It, it pops. It is founded. And how. And at its close. Okay. There you go. So for who there, the children of men, that is able to hear the voice of the Holy One without being troubled? Mm, not many can hear even the voice of an angel. I was about to say, what happens when you listen to an angel, hon? You've heard the instruction better than I have. Mm, your chest implodes and your head explodes. Mm. So I got a question for you. That's who why the... no one's ever heard the voice of God, because... No one would be able to understand it. Nobody would be able to rationalize it. Mm -hmm. Make your whole body just explode. So I got a question. Who is the one that can hear him? And who is the one that can think his thoughts? And who is the one that can behold all of his works? There's only one person that he could be referring to here. Hmm. Jesus. He's the only one that's been able to talk to him. He's been the only one that's been able to hear him. And he's the only one that knows about his works. That kind of narrows it down, folks. He comes back. We're fucked. Period. Think about the second coming. What is the second coming of Jesus Christ? Well, we're not entirely fucked because after he comes and burns all of the temples and most of the world with fire an apostate generation shall arise and many shall be its deeds and all its deeds shall be apostate it shall be in the name of god and at its close shall be the elected the elect righteous of the eternal plant of righteousness to receive sevenfold instruction concerning all his creation that's jesus Or 
or hold on, or that's the remnant. The remnant are the ones who are saved who give birth. I have, I have no, 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 no. I have realized that the remnant play a bigger role in this than a lot of people think. The remnant doesn't only witness, they do witness. Yep. However, they play a bigger role in this because the remnant are the ones who end up fighting. Yep. Because where do you get the right? Where do you get the righteous from if you don't have a sect of people that are righteous? Mm -hmm. The to remnant. begin with. Of course. So my point is this. The remnant are the ones that are relied upon during this time of tribulation. Yep. And this would be the little tribulation. The little time of trouble. Because this isn't the big one. The big one's already happened. Think about that. Shall be elected the elect righteous of the eternal plant of righteousness to receive sevenfold instruction concerning all his creation. For who is there of all the children of men that is able to hear the voice of the Holy One without being troubled? And who can think his thoughts? And who is there that can behold all the works of heaven? And how should there be one who could behold the heaven, and who is there that could understand the things of heaven, and see a soul or a spirit, and could tell thereof? or ascend, and see all their ends, and think them, or do like them? And who is there of all men that could know what is the breadth and the length of the earth, and to whom has been shown the measure of all of them? Or is there any one who could discern the length of the heaven, and how great is its height, and upon what it is founded, and how great is the number of the stars, and where all the luminaries rest? The last three weeks. Chapter 94. You, you know, that brought up a really good point. The end of that one. Mm -hmm. Thinking about where all the luminaries rest. Yeah. Why did he go through all the, the cycles of the star? What the if and the moon? Enoch? What if, and I'm spitballing here. This is a, a complete thrown in the wind. Let's see what sticks. What if Enoch was a blue collar guy? Well, obviously. No, no, no. Listen, hear me out. What if Enoch was like seriously blue collar? I mean, like he was like one of us. This was their way of podcasting back in the day. He was a farmer. What if Enoch was just using what his grandparents taught him to tell you all to stop fucking freaking the fuck out? Hmm. And what if this was Enoch's way of doing the same thing we're doing today? Well, I mean... Before. Would it not sound weird to us because we've been taught the proper way of English, the mm -hmm. proper dialect of English, this, that, and the other thing? The grammar Nazis are out there running around like yourself, carrying on about stupid shit that I, nobody I gives I'm a fuck about. Probably the last grammar Nazi. No one gives a fuck anymore. True. I You probably might be. Yeah. But so my point is this. Would this not be the same thing he's kind of talking about there? Well, I mean, he does tell his sons at the beginning, like, do, don't be troubled, follow the path of righteousness, and you'll be fine. Exactly. Yeah. So, Redneck Renegade, are you in? Yeah. Follow the path of righteousness, and you'll be fine.
And now we have more weeks or eons or eras or generations. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know where we skip now. Eight weeks of righteousness. And after that, there shall be another, the eighth week, that of righteousness. And a sword shall be given to it, that a righteous judgment may be executed on the oppressors. And sinners shall be delivered into the hands of the righteous. And at its close, they shall acquire houses through their righteousness. And a house shall be built for the great king in glory forevermore. And all mankind shall look to the path of uprightness. And after that, in the ninth week, the righteous judgment shall be revealed to the whole world, and all the works of the godless shall vanish from all the earth, and the world shall be written down for destruction. Is that not the light being cast upon the dark, and the dark never shining or ever showing its face again in the face of the light? Um, and the world shall be written down for destruction? And after this, in the tenth week, in the seventh part, there shall be the great eternal judgment in which he will execute vengeance among the angels. And the first heaven will depart and pass away, and a new heaven shall appear. And the powers of the heavens shall give sevenfold light. And after that, there will be many weeks without number forever, and all shall be in goodness and righteousness, and sin shall no more be mentioned forever. Admonitions to the Righteous Chapter 95 And now I say unto you, my sons, love righteousness and walk therein. For the paths of righteousness are worthy of acceptation, but the paths of unrighteousness shall suddenly be destroyed and vanish. And to certain men of a generation shall the paths of violence and of death be revealed, and they shall hold themselves afar from them, and shall not follow them. And now I say unto the righteous, walk not in the paths of wickedness. Hey, real quick. And as and to certain men of your generation shall the paths of the violence and death be revealed, and they shall hold themselves afar from them, and shall not follow them. And now I say unto you, the righteous. Does that not sound like veterans? Mm -hmm. We were shown a path. We made that path happen. We brought violence. We brought death. And now we kind of just hold ourselves apart from the ones that really did shit. I'm not talking about the showboats. I'm not talking about the, uh, you know, the ones on Fox and friends in the morning. I'm talking about the guys that actually brought the hate. Those guys. Is that not the guys like we kind of like nestled back, sat in the corner and started coloring Mm -hmm. because we didn't want to be involved with society anymore. We wanted to just blend in. We didn't want you to know anything about our past. And then you found out and now you're like, holy shit, this guy's killed more people than I've even looked at. Mm -hmm. 
us, nor in the paths of death, and draw not nigh to them, lest ye be destroyed. But seek and choose for yourselves righteousness and an elect life, and walk in the paths of peace, and ye shall live and prosper. And hold fast my words in the thoughts of your hearts, and suffer them not to be effaced from your hearts. For I know that sinners will tempt men to evilly entreat wisdom, so that no place may be found for her, and no manner of temptation may minish. Woes for the sinners Woe to those who build unrighteousness and oppression, and lay deceit as a foundation. For they shall be suddenly overthrown, and they shall have no peace. Woe to those who build their houses with sin, for from all their foundations shall they be overthrown, and by the sword shall they fall. And those who acquire gold and silver in judgment suddenly shall perish. Woe to you, ye rich, for ye have trusted in your riches, and from your riches shall ye depart, because ye have not remembered the Most High in the days of your riches. Ye have committed blasphemy and unrighteousness, and have become ready for the day of slaughter, and the day of darkness, and the day of the great judgment. Thus I speak and declare unto you, He who hath created you will overthrow you, and for your fall there shall be no compassion, and your Creator will rejoice at your destruction. And your righteous ones in those days shall be a reproach to the sinners and the godless. Enoch's Grief Fresh Woes Against the Sinners Chapter 96 Oh, that mine eyes were a cloud of waters that I might weep over you, and pour down my tears as a cloud of waters, that so I might rest from my trouble of heart. Who has permitted you to practice reproaches and wickedness, and so judgment shall overtake you sinners? Fear not the sinners, ye righteous. For again will the Lord deliver them into your hands, that ye may execute judgment upon them according to your desires. Woe to you who fulminate anathemas which cannot be reversed. Healing shall therefore be far from you because of your sins. Woe to you who requite your neighbor with evil, for ye shall be requited according to your works. Woe to you, lying witnesses, and to those who weigh out injustice, for suddenly shall ye perish. Woe to you, sinners, for ye persecute the righteous, for ye shall be delivered up and persecuted because of injustice. And heavy shall its yoke be upon you. The Evils in Store for Sinners and the Possessors of Unrighteous Wealth Chapter 97 Believe, ye righteous, that the sinners will become a shame, and perish in the day of unrighteousness. Be it known unto you, ye sinners, that the Most High is mindful of your destruction. We all have to listen to this. This is of great importance to all of us. We are all sinners. At the end of the day, we all carry a burden to this. We have to listen to this. 
This is important. Very, very important. And the angels of heaven rejoice over your destruction. What will ye do, ye sinners? And whither will ye flee on that day of judgment, when ye hear the voice of the prayer of the righteous? Yea, ye shall fare like unto them, against whom this word shall be a testimony, ye have been a companion of sinners. And in those days the prayer of the righteous shall reach unto the Lord, and for you the days of your judgment shall come. And all the words of your unrighteousness shall be read out before the great Holy One, and your faces shall be covered with shame. And he will reject every work which is grounded on unrighteousness. Woe to you, ye sinners, who live on the mid-ocean and on the dry land, whose remembrance is evil against you. Woe to you who acquire silver and gold in unrighteousness, and say, We have become rich with riches, and have possessions, and have acquired everything we have desired. And now let us do what we purposed, for we have gathered silver, and many are the husbandmen in our houses, and our granaries are brimful as with water. Yea, and like water, your lies shall flow away. For your riches shall not abide, but speedily ascend from you. For ye have acquired it all in unrighteousness, and ye shall be given over to a great curse. Self-indulgence of sinners Sin originated by man. All sin recorded in heaven. Woes for the sinners. Chapter 98 And now I swear unto you, to the wise and to the foolish, for ye shall have manifold experiences on the earth. For ye men shall put on more adornments than a woman, and colored garments more than a virgin in royalty, and in grandeur, and in power, and in silver, and in gold, and in purple, and in splendor, and in food, shall they be poured out as water. Therefore they shall be found wanting in doctrine and wisdom, and they shall perish thereby together with their possessions, and with all their glory, and their splendor, and in shame, and in slaughter, and in great destitution, their spirits shall be cast into the furnace of fire. I have sworn unto you, ye sinners, as a mountain has not become a slave, and a hill does not become the handmaid of a woman, even so sin has not been sent upon the earth, but man of himself has created it, and under a great curse shall they fall who commit it. And barrenness has not been given to the woman, but on account of the deeds of her own hands she dies without children. I have sworn unto you, ye sinners, by the Holy Great One, that all your evil deeds are revealed in the heavens, and that none of your deeds of oppression are covered and hidden. And do not think in your spirit, nor say in your heart, that ye do not know, and that ye do not see, that every sin is every day recorded in heaven, in the presence of the Most High. From henceforth ye know that all your oppression wherewith ye oppress, is written down every day, till the day of your judgment. Woe to you, ye fools! For through your folly shall ye perish, 
and ye transgress against the wise, and so good hap shall not be your portion. And now know ye that ye are prepared for the day of destruction. Wherefore do not hope to live, ye sinners, but ye shall depart and die, for ye know no ransom, for ye are prepared for the day of the great judgment, for the day of tribulation and great shame for your spirits. Woe to you, ye obstinate of heart, who work wickedness and eat You know, I don't know about the rest of y'all, but that last paragraph, that speaks, that speaks everything I need to hear in everything I ever did when I was in the military. I, I know, I know I'm not going to make it. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm cool. And you should be too. The point is, is that we're going to be spared. We're going to be spared from dealing with all the other bullshit that everybody else has to deal with. That is the most important part, point there. Yeah, we might be sinners. We sinned for the right reason, though. We all did. Whatever you did, it doesn't matter. Whatever your sin was, it doesn't matter. It was for the right reason. Because at this point, if you're still hearing this, you're going to, and you're watching and you're, you've been drawn to it for whatever reason, then this is what we get to look forward to. Yes, we are sinners, but we're not the sinners of the sort that does the other for no reason. Ours, we do ours because we have to. We do ours because there's not another choice. It's kind of like a curse of not being an NPC. It is the curse of not being an NPC. Put it that way. Blood. Whence have ye good things to eat and to drink and to be filled? From all the good things which the Lord Most High has placed in abundance on the earth. Therefore, ye shall have no peace. Woe to you who love the deeds of unrighteousness. Wherefore do ye hope for good hap unto yourselves? Know that ye shall be delivered into the hands of the righteous, and they shall cut off your necks and slay you and have no mercy upon you. Woe to you who rejoice in the tribulation of the righteous, for no grave shall be dug for you. Woe to you who set at naught the words of the righteous, for ye shall have no hope of life. Woe to you who write down lying and godless words, for they write down their lies that men may hear them and act godlessly towards their neighbor. Therefore, they shall have no peace, but die a sudden death. Woes pronounced on the godless, the lawbreaker. No, 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 just Josie. No, 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 no. Sin for the right reason? No, no, no. It isn't. Still sin. Understand. We just understand our fate. Look, I led this off tonight when we started this whole thing. I led this off with getting the truck. Because that is a perfect example of what we are talking about now. Righteous sin? You want righteous sin? Let's talk about righteous sin real quick. I'm going to guess, because your name is just Josie, that you were a female. I'm just guessing. You could be a male. I could be way wrong. And you you could be, you could be a guy, I guess. 
whatever, whatever today, right? doesn't matter. So the big part of this though, if you think about, if you think about this, right? When you, you think about sin and, and you think about the sinners, right? You think about righteous sin and unrighteous sin, right? When you listen to the lyrics to get in the truck, do you hear righteous sin or do you hear unrighteous sin? Did what, did what he do in the lyrics of that song save that woman's life? Yes. What he did in that song saved that woman's life. He went and killed her abuser. Now, is that what we're supposed to do? No. Is he in jail? Absolutely. Did he run from the cops? No. He actually sat on the porch and waited for him. That is somebody who acknowledges what they just did is the worst thing they could have done. However, they did it and they know they did it. They're not going to run from it. They're not going to hide from it. For instance, we played on this show before. There's a gentleman who murdered a child molester that was celled with him. And then they were in prison together. And he murdered him. And he looked at the judge and he said, no, sir, I'm sorry. No, that's not what happened. Because the lawyer was trying to freshen it up and make it sound better than what it was. He said, no. He was talking about sexually molesting kids in the middle of the night. I lost my mind. I killed him because I didn't want to hear it anymore because he's a disturbed, disgusting individual. When you hear shit like that, and this is already a convicted criminal, he's just tacking onto a sentence. He'll be in jail for the rest of his life, but you know what? He will sleep every night in jail like a baby. You want to know why? Because he sleeps the sleep of the righteous. Because what he did was righteous. Is that a sin? Yes. Is there righteous sin out there? There is. He, well, how, how can you not have it? Okay, so hold on. Think about free will. Just Josie said, sin for the right reason, blasphemous. And welcome. I, I saw your chatting here before. This is your first time here. So welcome. However, if it's done in righteousness, even though we may consider it a sin by man's law, God does not consider a sin by God's law. It's like the violence that I was talking about. When you pick up a sin, a sword in righteousness and not in violence, while you may be sinning under man's law or you may be breaking man's law, you are upholding God's law. It. You know, I, I'm often um, sometimes confused because we, when you look back at our revolution, right? Let's let's be honest about some things here, real quick. Let's just, as Americans, let's just be honest about some shit. In America, in 1775, what was the predominant religion? Does anybody know? Hmm. It was a Protestantism. It was know. it no, no it was Protestant. It mm -hmm. was Christianity, but it was heavily Protestant. Mm 
very little of the other denominations, Catholic or anything of that sort, they really hadn't gotten to America yet. One of the biggest things I thought was weird and something I read a lot of, there's, um, um, there's two books out there. Uh, one was put together by the Lincoln Associates Library out of Illinois. They took all of the writings of pastors from 1775 to 1778, and they basically published them in a book. And I thought it was really crazy because what they did was just year line numbers through the pages. So as you went, you went from like, I think it started May 3rd, 1775, I believe was the first pastor's words. And you watch it progress all the way through until 1778. One of the coolest parts of it is at first it's a subtle change in words. Very, it's, it's so subtle. You, you would, unless you were actually listening for it, I bet you wouldn't hear it. But then there's this, holy shit. It, it, it's like thunder and it ramps all the way up through the revolution and then comes back down. And as it comes back down, it's like God was there. He was standing on the earth saying, no, you will not do this. No, no, no. Because you hear these pastors echoing this voice of just resentment to the Holy crown. According to them at the time, remember at the time to them, it was considered the Holy crown. And all you hear is this buildup of resentment, 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 resentment. And then it peaks. And then all you look for, all they talk about after that is peace. That's all they talk about is living in peace, mm -hmm. not dealing with another war that everybody has to watch. And what happened not more than a hundred years later, another war, another war. So what was not granted onto them? Peace. Peace. So what is still not being granted onto us? Peace. What are we waiting on? That's it. We're going to have to fight again. I'm telling you, it's just a matter of time. We're all in the same place. We were in 1775. We're just waiting. We're you, literally, we're waiting on the 13 people to get murdered that start the next revolution. Literally, the time frames have flipped around to exactly that point. Look at what's going on in France. Somebody go to 1774 in France for me. Tell me what was going on in France at the same time. A revolution. Yep. When did that revolution end? Just about when ours started. November 18th, 1775. What happened November 18th, 1775 in the United States, babe? Mm -hmm. November 18th, 1775. There was a guy running through the, uh, carrying on about a, Paul Revere. Yeah. Hmm. Something about ships. Coming. The British are coming. The British are coming as we were going into the winter. 1775 going into 1776. Just saying, letting you know, this is all predetermined. We don't, this is what we showed you here today. is just a glimpse of, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, I didn't know that, Enoch three was going to tell the future. Yeah. 
that is scary. That's yeah. there's some scary shit in there. Yeah. All right, let's keep going because we're almost done. I don't know that we're going to get to the Book of Giants because we're already four hours in, but it's always next week. We hope. We hope. Evil plight of sinners in the last days. Further woes. Chapter 99. Woe to you who work godlessness and glory in lying and extol them. Ye shall perish and no happy life shall be yours. Woe to them who pervert the words of uprightness, and transgress the eternal law, and transform themselves into what they were not, into sinners. They shall be trodden underfoot upon the earth. In those days, make ready... Wait, wait, wait. Weren't you waiting for them to... for, for the Book of Enoch to talk about trannies? Yeah, no, I see it. Okay. Woe unto them who pervert the words of uprightness and transgress the eternal law and transform themselves into what they were not. Hmm. Okay. Just saying. Ye, ye righteous, to raise your prayers as a memorial and place them as a testimony before the angels, that they may place the sin of the sinners for a memorial before the Most High. In those days... The nations shall be stirred up, and the families of the nations shall arise on the day of destruction. And in those days the destitute shall go forth and carry off their children, and they shall abandon them, so that their children shall perish through them. Yea, they shall abandon their children that are still sucklings, and not return to them, and shall have no pity on their beloved ones. And again I swear to you, ye sinners, that sin is prepared for a day of unceasing bloodshed. Oh, yes, it is. How many of y'all have watched The Sound of Freedom? Because when we went and watched The Sound of Freedom, and for those that you that haven't watched it, this might be a little bit of a spoiler alert, but in the beginning of the movie, the little girl meets a woman in the market who approaches her because of her singing and asks her to be, or she tells her father about this and, and asks her to come to this, uh, this talent scout thing. Right. And this woman comes to their house and, uh, and she says that she wants the daughter to come, that she thinks she's going to be a great singer, come to this talent scout thing. And the little boy can come too. the brother can come too, Right. And the father drops the children off there. And, uh, and when he goes to pick them up at the appointed time, they're not there. And we went to visit, we went to see this movie with Mick's best friend. And he turned to me and he said, where are the rest of the parents? And in those days, the destitute shall go forth and carry off their children and they shall abandon them so that their children shall perish through them. Yea, they shall abandon their children that are still sucklings and not return to them and shall have no pity on their beloved ones. Hmm. These are the times we live in right now. And they who worship stones and grave images of gold and silver and wood and stone and clay, and those who worship impure spirits and demons and all kinds of idols, 
not according to knowledge, shall get no manner of help from them. And they shall become godless by reason of the folly of their hearts. And their eyes shall be blinded through the fear of their hearts, and through visions in their dreams. Through these they shall become godless and fearful, for they shall have wrought all their work in a lie, and shall have worshipped a stone. Therefore in an instant shall they perish. But in those days blessed are all they who accept the words of wisdom and understand them, and observe the paths of the Most High, and walk in the path of His righteousness, and become not godless with the godless, for they shall be saved. Woe to you who spread evil to your neighbors, for you shall be slain in Sheol. Woe to you who make deceitful and false measures, and to them who cause bitterness on the earth, for they shall thereby be utterly consumed. Woe to you who build your houses through the grievous toil of others, and all their building materials are bricks and stones of sin. I tell you, ye shall have no peace. Woe to them who reject the measure and eternal heritage of their fathers, and whose souls follow after idols, for they shall have no rest. Think about this really quick. Woe to you who build your houses through the grievous toil of others, and all their building materials are the bricks and stones of sin. I tell ye shall have no peace. Think about that for one second. Think about the people who get haunted. Think about what those hauntings are about. Do you really believe that those hauntings are about you were built upon a, a grave site or some shit like that? Or was it because the people who had the house built really fucked up people, did some fucked up shit? And when most of you people say, well, my house was only built a couple of years ago, well, then guess what? Your house was built up with some, by some fucked up people. <coughs> That's the point. Maybe that resonates in the structures they create. Maybe that's part of the structure itself. Absolutely. Because everything on the earth, every material, bricks and stones, they all have their own frequency. They all have their own energy. And they, you know, they say houses feel things. Houses have memories. It's not just the memories, the feelings of the events that happen in them but it's also the energies of the people who initially placed those stones or who put up that house. So if you had some real demonic fucking motherfuckers that were working for your construction crew and they did some really sick shit to your house, tell me something. Is your house going to be straight? Nah, I don't think so. Mm -mm, not so much. Hmm. Something about that just echoes. Yep. Same. Woe to them who work unrighteousness and help oppression and slay their neighbors until the day of the great judgment. For he shall cast down your glory and bring affliction on your hearts and shall arouse his fierce indignation and destroy you all with the sword. And all the holy and righteous shall remember your sins. The sinners destroy each other. 
judgment of the fallen angels, the safety of the righteous, further woes for the sinners. Chapter 100 And in those days, in one place, the fathers together with their sons shall be smitten, and brothers one with another shall fall in death, till the streams flow with their blood. For a man shall not withhold his hand from slaying his sons and his sons' sons, and the sinner shall not withhold his hand from his honoured brother. From dawn till sunset they shall slay one another. And the horse shall walk up to the breast in the blood of sinners, and the chariot shall be submerged to its height. In those days the angels shall descend into the secret places, and gather together into one place all those who brought down sin. And the Most High will arise on that day of judgment to execute great judgment amongst sinners. And over the righteous and holy he will appoint guardians from amongst the holy angels to guard them as the apple of an eye, until he makes an end of all wickedness and all sin. And though the righteous sleep a long sleep, they have naught to fear. And then the children of the earth shall see the wise in security, and shall understand. Tell me something. Mm -hmm. What does that sound like? <sighs> oh. In those days the angels shall descend upon the secret places to gather together and place in, in one place all those who brought down sin. Mm -hmm. and the Most High will arise on that day of judgment to execute the great judgment amongst sinners. And over the righteous and the holy, he will appoint guardians from amongst the holy angels to guard them as the apple of the eye of, of an eye, until he makes the end of all wickedness and all sin. And through the righteous sleep, a long sleep. They have not to fear. Correct. No fear. So, why is that? What does that sound like? Kind of sounds like what's been going on with us. <laughs> I was just saying, wow, I'm supposed to go to sleep for a time. You are. You're supposed to sleep through the day of awakening. Yeah. Hmm. Wonder if that has anything to do with it. Uh-huh. Just asking for a friend. Hmm. It's a good friend of mine who just wants to know. So, if you guys know. Somebody let me know, because holy shit, that sounds eerily familiar. All the words of this book, and recognize that their riches shall not be able to save them in the overthrow of their sins. Woe to you sinners on the day of... Sorry, I want to bring this up in the chat real quick. John said, uh, Mick and V. Lynn, my parents bought a big house that was used since 1905 as a frat house, and the last owner was a practicing witch. House was haunted for years, even though prayer was used to clean it. My health improved shortly after I moved out. Absolutely. Parasites, you guys know how I feel about, about parasites, right? What if I told you that parasites aren't only physical, they're also spiritual? metaphysical interdimensional whatever you want to call it little physical spiritual parasites that can affect your physical well-being 
not necessarily poltergeists or full-fledged spirits or even demons, just little residual negative energies. We had the gray man. He wasn't negative. Mm -mm. No, he was a positive energy, but he was there. Yep. He was trapped there. The gray man was technically in our old house. Mm -hmm. That was, and our kids can tell you about him. Yep. I can. I never saw the motherfucker. Kids did. Kids saw him like three, four, five, ten times. Yeah, I don't even know how many times they saw them their whole lives. And um, but I grew up in a house that had been previously used by a not so great faith healer, and a lot of people died in that house. Fuck that! My grandfather's house. Yeah. So. Okay. My, mother, my, my mother got pushed down the, the attic stairs in our house. You want to talk about fucking a ghost story? I'll give you a ghost story. So my grandfather, my grandfather used to live in Gettysburg, Gettysburg proper in Pennsylvania. You motherfuckers know what I'm talking about. He lived within the town limits where the war took place. Okay. His house was just on the South side of uh, What's the yeah. first one? Little big top. Yeah. Little round top. Little, little round top. Little and, round top. Little big horn or something. Yes. Yeah. Uh, big or uh, big round top was the next one yeah, okay. on the other yeah, side. Yeah. So his house was in between the two. So when we were growing up, we went down there as kids and we were coming from the city. When we went down there, it was a whole new world to us. It was like we were living in Amish country. It was brand new to us had no idea what all this shit was the woods we can go out to the woods what are you talking about pop we go out to the woods so uh, we would do it we would go hang out in the woods we'd do all this shit with these other kids it was crazy it was fun as fuck we had a great time that summer one of the problems we had though there was a poltergeist in the house my grandfather lived in and um, he had a whole, my grandfather was a World War II. He was a, a wounded veteran from Normandy, um, D-Day. He was wounded at uh, Point de Hoc. He was one of the Rangers that was climbing the hill, uh, got hit with a uh, 155, uh, 153 round that took off the bottom half of his leg. And uh, from that day on, he pretty much worked with the VA. And uh, great dude. Um, Buried in Arlington now. Except for when he used to take off his fake leg and chase you around the house. Yeah, but it was it. funny, though. It was funny, though. That was fucking hysterical because he put his teeth in upside down. He had no teeth either. It was really, it was, it was a right. My grandfather was a fucking right. Anyway, one of the craziest parts, though, about this house was we, we got down there. Like, immediately, me and my brothers felt it. Like, all of us. We all looked at each other. We're like, what the fuck is the deal with this place? Like, we were all like looked at each other like, you know, we didn't get much sleep down here tonight. So we, we were, we tried to sleep that first night. That first night, my grandfather came down he found this chalice that he had gotten in world war two silver chalice. It's got Nazi emblems on it. Mind you, it was on the floor upside down directly on its two handles and the two handles extended past the end of the chalice and it was perfectly balanced. There's no way that any kid is going to spend the time to do that. There's just no way in fucking hell, right? My grandfather didn't believe that. He blamed us. So that night, before we went to bed, he went into our room. He put talcum powder all over the shelf. 
to see the little fingerprints because if we're climbing up there, we got to touch it, you know? So he's expecting to find fingerprints. So the next night we go to bed, wake up the next morning. The fucking thing is right there in the middle of the floor again, again, directly right side up. And my grandfather comes in, he goes, I got you. And he walks up to the fucking mantle and there is no, no fingerprints in the talcum powder. And he's sitting there going, are you fucking kidding me right now? And he looked back at us and he's just like, what in the hell is going on? Well, that night, me and my older brother and my little brother were laying on a, we, we had a, like, there was a king bed that my grandfather, extra king, king bed that he had in the house that he brought downstairs and put in the living room for us. So me, my older brother, my little brother, my middle brother was still with my parents for some reason. He was sick or something. But me, my older brother, my little brother were all laying on the bed. And in the middle of the night, the bed was off the ground. We couldn't get out of the bed. And both me and my older brother were looking at each other going, what in the fuck is going on right now? And your little brother couldn't have been more than what, two or three at the two time? Two or three at the time. Yeah, because you were probably seven yes. or eight. Yes. Yeah. And the bed was off the ground by at least 12 inches. And we were not about to jump out the motherfucker because even my older brother said, dude, I'll break my leg if I jump. I was like, 12 inches? I, nah. I, I don't know what the hell was going on, but that bed was off the fucking ground. Top the pussy. About a, eight months later, my, my grandfather moved out of that house because of a bunch of other shit that happened in that house. So it gets even more interesting because I didn't know about the rest of this shit. My mother eventually told me about it after my grandfather died. But my grandfather moved out of that house and he moved to the west side of the state. So when my grandfather moved out of that house, I asked my mom what happened. She, of course, just gave me the same song and dance. When I asked after my grandfather died what had happened, she told me a completely different story. She actually ran in. He actually ran into somebody from the Civil War that was standing in front of him in that house. And he said, uh, can I help you? And the guy said, yeah, I'm here to get bandaged up. I got shot. And he said, where? He said, out there on the field. And my mother's telling me this story and I'm sitting there going, you are fucking completely higher than a kite full of shit to this day. I say that to my mother. And my mother still swears to this day that my grandfather had a complete conversation with a Civil War vet who had been shot and died in the house. I believe it. And after that, my grandfather sold the house. He moved to the west side of the state to be nowhere near any of that shit. And uh, finally found a place in uh, just north of Pittsburgh. So that's how far west he moved. He was like, no, fuck this shit. I ain't staying around here. And he up and hightailed it to the other side of the state. But that is the type of like, you want to talk about some crazy shit? When we were kids, I have no idea what happened down there that weekend. But I can tell you right now, I never went back after that one visit. Mm -hmm. They did find a cannonball in the side of the house and they did confirm that there were a bunch of union soldiers that were killed in that house. I don't know what all of that was about, but they said that there were a bunch of union soldiers that were murdered in that house. It sounded like it was a field hospital at one point, And that's the shit that we were getting like echoes from. And it was like, what in the fuck are we watching right now? Mm -hmm. Cause I couldn't believe it. 
there was weird shit going on in that house from the day that we got there. Parasitic energies. All right, let's go back to Enoch. Now that we're done with the ghost stories. Strong anguish. Ye who afflict the righteous and burn them with fire, ye shall be requited according to your works. Woe to you, ye obstinate of heart, who watch in order to devise wickedness. Therefore, fear shall come upon you, and there shall be none to help you. Woe to you, ye sinners, on account of the words of your mouth, and on account of the deeds of your hands, which your godlessness has wrought, in blazing flames, burning worse than fire, shall ye burn. And now know ye that from the angels ye will inquire as to your deeds in heaven, from the sun and from the moon and from the stars in reference to your sins, because upon earth ye execute judgment on the righteous. And he will summon to testify against you every cloud and mist and dew and rain, for they shall all be withheld because of you from descending upon you, and they shall be mindful of your sins. And now give presence to the rain, that it be not withheld from descending upon you, nor yet the dew, when it has received gold and silver from you, that it may descend. When the hoar-frost and snow with their chilliness and all the snowstorms, with all their plagues, fall upon you. In those days ye shall not be able to stand before them. Exhortation to the fear of... Uh, real quick, Nosenucker, that house that Mick was talking about was located right on the edge of the Gettysburg battlefield. Like literally, like basically, like they right they there. eventually put a, uh, a delineation line, and then they also included it into the the battle space. Now it's part of the battle space. Yeah, so it now can't it's be, like the his, now they can't part of fuck the with it. Historical record or whatever. Yes. So yeah, it's they, uh, the last house that was added. It was added in nineteen eighty. I want to say eighty one was the last archaeological uh, archaeological. I can't even fucking say it. Archaeological dig that was done. At Gettysburg, the last one that confirmed the last official lines for the official monument, they declared that that house was included and it's the last one. It's the most normal looking house out of all the houses that are there. It's pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. And it is the scariest fucking place I've ever been because it was at one point they said the union had it was a field hospital. They said it was, or the, the grounds were used as a field hospital. That's what they said. And if you ever go to Gettysburg, you can smell the cordite in the air. Yeah. Well, at least I could. It was crazy. We, we were walking around at we night. Were there, what, like two and, years ago. Yes. Yeah. And we could smell it at night. Yeah. You can smell the cordite at night. You can yeah, see weird lights, all kinds of stuff. Anyway. Of God. All nature fears him, but not the sinners. Chapter 101. Observe the heaven, ye children of heaven, and every work of the Most High, and fear ye him, and work no evil in his presence. If he closes the windows of heaven, and withholds the rain and the dew from descending on the earth on your account, what will he do then? And if he sends his anger upon you because of your deeds, ye cannot petition him, for ye spake proud and insolent words against his righteousness. 
therefore ye shall have no peace. And see ye not the sailors of the ships, how their ships are tossed to and fro by the waves, and are shaken by the winds, and are in sore trouble? And therefore do they fear, because all their goodly possessions go upon the sea with them. And they have evil forebodings of heart, that the sea will swallow them, and they will perish therein. Are not the entire sea, and all its waters, and all its movements? Cordite is the, what's left over. It's gunpowder. No, it's not. Well, it's the smell of gunpowder no. after it's been discharged discharged correct it is a smell of gunpowder after it's been discharged so when you shoot a gun that smell that ammonia based wood smell that you get after that that is cordite that's what cordite is yeah cordite is that smell okay and they've also learned how to make it back into gunpowder it's weird it's crazy the work of the most high and has he not set limits to its doings and confined it throughout by the sand. And at his reproof it is afraid, and dries up, and all its fish die, and all that is in it. But ye sinners that are on the earth, fear him not. Has he not made the heaven and the earth, and all that is therein, who has given understanding and wisdom to everything that moves on the earth and in the sea? Do not the sailors of the ships Fear the sea, yet sinners fear not the Most High. Terrors of the Day of Judgment The Adverse Fortunes of the Righteous on the Earth Chapter 102 In those days when he hath brought a grievous fire upon you, whither will he flee, and where will he find deliverance? And when he launches forth his word against you, Will ye not be affrighted and fear? And all the luminaries shall be affrighted with great fear, and the earth shall be affrighted and tremble and be alarmed, and all the angels shall execute their commands, and shall seek to hide themselves from the presence of the great glory. And the children of earth shall tremble and quake, and ye sinners shall be cursed for ever, and ye shall have no peace. Fear ye not, and soon the day will come when every man will know that God is real. The lines will be drawn and every man will have to choose a side. Every man shall be judged. But ye souls of the righteous, and be hopeful, ye that have died in righteousness. And grieve not if your soul into shale has descended in grief, and that in your life your body fared not according to your goodness. But wait for the day of the judgment of sinners, and for the day of cursing and chastisement. And yet, when ye die, the sinners speak over you. As we die, so die the righteous, and what benefit do they reap for their deeds? Behold, even as we, so do they die in grief and darkness. And what have they more than we? From henceforth we are equal. And what will they receive, and what will they see for ever? Behold, they too have died, and henceforth from ever shall they see no light. I tell you, ye sinners, ye are content to eat and drink and rob and sin, and strip men naked, and acquire wealth and see good days. Have ye seen the righteous, 
how their end falls out, that no manner of violence is found in them till their death? Nevertheless, they perished, and became as though they had not been, and their spirits descended into Sheol in tribulation. Different Destinies of the Righteous and the Sinners Fresh Objections of the Sinners Chapter 100 Pay attention, people. This is your destiny that he's talking about, whether you be righteous or a sinner. Three. Now, therefore, I swear to you, the righteous, by the glory of the great and honored and mighty one in dominion, and by his greatness, I swear to you, I know a mystery and have read the heavenly tablets, and have seen the holy books, and have found written therein and inscribed regarding them, that all goodness and joy and glory are prepared for them, and written down for the spirits of those who have died in righteousness, and that manifold good shall be given to you in recompense for your labors, and that your lot is abundantly beyond the lot of the living. And the spirits of you who have died in righteousness shall live and rejoice, and their spirits shall not perish, nor their memorial from the face of the Great One, unto all the generations of the world. Wherefore no longer fear their contumely. Woe to you, ye sinners, when ye have died, if ye die in the wealth of your sins, and those who are like you say regarding you, Blessed are the sinners, they have seen all their days, and how they've died in prosperity and in wealth, and have not seen tribulation or murder in their life, and they have died in honor, and judgment has not been executed on them during their life. Know ye that their souls will be made to descend into shale, and they shall be wretched in their great tribulation, and into darkness and chains and a burning flame where there is grievous judgment, shall your spirits enter. And the great judgment shall be for all the generations of the world. Woe to you, for ye shall have no peace. Say not in regard to the righteous and good who are in life. In our troubled days we have toiled laboriously and experienced every trouble, and met with much evil and been consumed, and have become few and our spirits small, and we have been destroyed and have not found any to help us, even with a word. We have been tortured and destroyed, and not hoped to see life from day to day. We hope to be the head, and have become the tail. We have toiled laboriously, and had no satisfaction in our toil. And we have become the food of the sinners and the unrighteous, and they have laid their yoke heavily upon us. They have had dominion over us, that hated us and smote us, and to those that hated us, we have bowed our necks, but they pitied us not. We Man, that sounds, that sounds kind of like what we're going through right now. But do not say that. Do not say that about the righteous, because that is playing the victim card, and we are not victims. We desire to get away from them, that we might escape and be at rest but found no place whereunto we could flee and be safe from them. And are complained to the rulers in our tribulation, and cried out against those who devoured us, 
but they did not attend to our cries and would not hearken to our voice. And they helped those who robbed us and devoured us and those who made us few, and they concealed their oppression, and they did not remove from us the yoke of those that devoured us and dispersed us and murdered us, and they concealed their murder and remembered not that they had lifted up their hands against us. Assurances given to the righteous, admonitions to sinners and the falsifiers of the words of uprightness. Chapter 104 I swear unto you that in heaven the angels remember you for good before the glory of the Great One, and your names are written down before the glory of the Great One. Be hopeful, for aforetime you were put to shame through ill and affliction, but now ye shall shine as the lights of heaven. Ye shall shine, and ye shall be seen, and the portals of heaven shall be opened to you. And in your cry, cry for judgment, and it shall appear to you. For all your tribulation shall be visited on the rulers, and on all who helped those who plundered you. Man, that, that sounds a little more descriptive than the meek shall inherit the earth. And yet that's exactly what it means. Be hopeful, and cast not away your hopes, for ye shall have great joy as the angels of heaven. What shall ye be obliged to do? Ye shall not have to hide on the day of the great judgment, and ye shall not be found as sinners. And the eternal judgment shall be far from you for all the generations of the world. And now fear not, ye righteous, when ye see the sinners growing strong and prospering in their ways. Be not companions with them, but keep afar from their violence. For ye shall become companions of the hosts of heaven. And although ye sinners say, All our sins shall not be searched out and be written down, nevertheless, they shall write down all your sins every day. And now okay, so sometimes people talk about guilt by association. Is that not what he was just talking about? If you are righteous, do not spend your time with sinners. Do not accept them into your life, into your circle, into your sphere of influence. Because guilt by association is a real thing and their sin can rub off on you. You can be corrupted. Do you think there's any good people in Hollywood? Really? You think there's any good people left in Congress? No. Because guilt by association is real. Be careful who you spend your time with. Be careful who you listen to. Be careful where you put your time. Yeah. Don't, don't, not, not necessarily spend your time because you and I all know that we spend our time differently. We all do our own shit. Mm -hmm. We get it. It's not a big deal. Be careful where you put your time. So for instance, if you come here and you listen to us, you put your time here because you're listening. But think about where else you do that. Where else do you go and put your time? 
on social what, media? What other people do you go and listen to all the time? Just saying. Now I show unto you that light and darkness, day and night, see all your sins. Be not godless in your hearts, and lie not, and alter not the words of uprightness, nor charge with lying the words of the Holy Great One, nor take account of your idols, for all your lying and all your godlessness issue not in righteousness, but in great sin. And now I know this mystery, that sinners will alter and pervert the words of righteousness in many ways, and will speak wicked words, and lie, and practice great deceits, and write books concerning their words. But when they write down truthfully all my words in their languages, and do not change or minish aught from my words, but write them all down truthfully, all that I first testified concerning them, then I know another mystery, that books will be given to the righteous and the wise to become a cause of joy and uprightness and much wisdom. And to them shall the books be given, and they shall believe in them and rejoice over them. And then shall all the righteous who have learnt therefrom all the paths of uprightness be recompensed. God and the Messiah to dwell with man. Chapter 105 In those days the Lord bade them to summon and testify to the children of earth concerning their wisdom. Show it unto them, for ye are their guides, and a recompense over the whole earth. For I and my Son will be united with them forever in the paths of uprightness in their lives, and ye shall have peace. Rejoice, ye children of uprightness. Amen. Fragment of the Book of Noah Chapter 106 Okay, hold on. Before we get into Noah. Because what he was just talking about there, when we are all united with God and the Messiah, that is what Gabriel was trying to explain to me a couple of weeks ago. And that is what I was trying to explain to you guys with the connected consciousness, maybe the generation of apostates that's coming. Do you ever think that maybe we're the generative generation of apostates that's already here? No. Why not? Because we're not there yet. We're, why our generations got more biblical people than mm -mm. any other generation no, before it. our children do no yep no not not that's the way we believe you'd be surprised you want to make a bet yeah go look at the latest poll that just came out this weekend i just saw it yet today this morning the first time i've ever seen it you know the number of people that believe in god in america has risen i believe that do you know that it's almost three times what it was in 1949 i believe that yeah and it's happened in the last couple of months because of what's coming. However, as you said, that generation of apostates, the one who the ones who live with God every single day, it's because they know God, because they've seen God. We're not there yet. That's our children. Maybe. It's a possibility of that. Yeah. Not throwing it out the door. 
because there's shit. Who knows? Who knows of this shit? Right. I mean, you're reading it and we're reading it and we all reading the same thing. We all have our own opinions. You all have your own opinions. You don't believe the same shit we do. We don't believe we don't hold you different because you, you don't believe the same shit we do. But it's all crazy no matter what, no matter how you read this, no matter what you hear. It's almost like we're living the same shit right the fuck now. We are. These are the answers that we've been looking for. These are, I've been asking so many questions and these are the answers to those questions as was just recently told to me. Um, peace, true peace that none of us have ever experienced in our lives. That is what we have to look forward to. Basically, you don't have to worry about raising an army. That's true peace. True peace is never having to worry about an army again. For instance, just today, just today, just today, fucking heard it today. All right, go ahead. Democrats are introducing a resolution into Congress Monday morning to reinstate the draft. Well, that's not a surprise. Okay. How exactly many of you, know. how many of you just shit your pants because you're still within draft age or your children are girls and boys are just boys. Uh, they just said draft. Mm. Well, I doubt they're going to uh, in uh, differentiate because Democrats, there's 385 different sexes. So who knows? Exactly. You can't just say girls and boys because what about, what about the us, them, all the cats. Yeah, and yeah. the cats, yeah. and the unicorns, yeah. and the the purple dot haired polka dotted rainbow mm -hmm. unicorns. Yep. You got to worry about all of them. Oof, it's a lot of people to worry about. All right, let's move on to Noah. And this is really interesting because I was told specifically that I should read Noah, that I should read about Noah, and I read about Noah and I, I shared it with y'all a couple months ago. And I, at that point, had no idea that there was a book of Noah in Enoch. Well, it's a lost excerpt. A yes. fragment of the book of Noah and Enoch. Mm -hmm. Perhaps this is what I was supposed to be reading the whole time. Let's find out. And after some days, my son Methuselah took a wife for his son Lamech, and she became pregnant by him and bore a son. And his body was white as snow, and red as the blooming of a rose, and the hair of his head and his long locks were white as wool, and his eyes beautiful. And when he opened his eyes, he lighted up the whole house like the sun, and the whole house was very bright. And thereupon he arose in the hands of the midwife, opened his mouth, and conversed with the Lord of Righteousness. And his father Lamech was afraid of him, and fled, and came to his father Methuselah. And he said unto him, I have forgotten a strange son, diverse from and unlike man, and resembling the sons of the God of heaven. And his nature is different, and he's not like us. And his eyes are as the rays of the sun, and his countenance is glorious. And it seems to me that he's not sprung from me, but from the angels. And I fear that in his days, a wonder may be wrought on the earth. 
And now, my father, I am here to petition thee, and implore thee that thou mayest go to Enoch, our father, and learn from him the truth, for his dwelling place is amongst the angels. And when Methuselah heard the words of his son, he came to me to the ends of the earth, for he had heard that I was there. And he cried aloud, and I heard his voice, and I came to him. And I said to him, Behold, here I am, my son, wherefore hast thou come to me? And he answered and said, Because of a great cause of anxiety have I come to thee, and because of a disturbing vision have I approached. And now, my father, hear me. Unto Lamech, my son, there hath been born a son, the like of whom there is none, and his nature is not like man's nature, and the colour of his body is whiter than snow, and redder than the bloom of a rose, and the hair of his head is whiter than white wool, and his eye is like the rays of the sun. And he opened his eyes, and thereupon lighted up the whole house. And he arose in the hands of the midwife, and opened his mouth, and blessed the Lord of heaven. And his father Lamech became afraid, and fled to me, and did not believe that he was sprung from him, but that he was in the likeness of the angels of heaven. And behold, I have come to thee, that thou mayest make known to me the truth. And I, Enoch, answered and said unto him, The Lord will do a new thing on the earth, and this I have already seen in a vision, and made known to thee that in the generation of my father Jared, some of the angels of heaven transgressed the word of the Lord. And behold, they commit sin, and transgress the law, and have united themselves with women, and commit sin with them, and have married some of them, and have forgot children by them. And they shall produce on the earth giants, not according to the spirit, but according to the flesh. And there shall be a great punishment on the earth, and the earth shall be cleansed from all impurity. Yea, there shall come a great destruction over the whole earth, and there shall be a deluge and a great destruction for one year. And this son who has been born unto you shall be left on the earth, and his three children shall be saved with him, when all mankind that are on the earth shall die. He and his sons shall be saved. Okay. And now make no... So this is just more proof that what he was talking about before, that they were ascribing to the story of Noah and the great flood was not because he was not talking about a flood then as he is now. He was talking about fire then. Now he's talking about a deluge. Deluge is a flood. It is not the same as fire. To thy son Lamech, that he who has been born is in truth his son, and call his name Noah, for he shall be left to you, and he and his sons shall be saved from the destruction which shall come upon the earth on account of all the sin and all the unrighteousness which shall be consummated on the earth in his days. And after that there shall be still more unrighteousness than that which was first consummated on the earth. For I know the mysteries of the holy ones. For he the Lord has showed me and informed me, and I have read them in the heavenly tablets. Chapter 107 And I saw written on them that generation upon generation shall transgress 
till a generation of righteousness arises, and transgression is destroyed, and sin passes away from the earth, and all manner of good comes upon it. And now, my son, go and make known to thy son Lamech that this son which has been born is in truth his son, and that this is no lie. And when Methuselah had heard the words of his father Enoch, for he had shown to him everything in secret, he returned and showed them to him, and called the name of that son Noah, for he will comfort the earth, after all the destruction. Well, there you go. There's the third book. That's it. We completed Enoch. And uh, it's kind of scary. So those of you that would like to listen to the whole thing without our interruptions, it's right there. You can go on YouTube, The Book of Enoch, the complete audio book narrated by Christopher Glynn, G-L-Y-N. That's the one we've been listening to. Yeah. I think we also listened to him narrate one and two because I like his voice. Yes. Yeah. We did. Same guy. Same dude. Maybe, or maybe one, maybe I had the Southern dude on two. No, no. Was it, no. Do we have the Southern one on one? Or yeah, maybe the, the Southern, Southern dude, dude on one. Two. Anyway, but. Uh, Good day to day. It's scary. I had no idea that the Book of Enoch was going to tell us our direct future. There it is. Hmm. On display. So enjoy. I was wondering why I couldn't refill the bowl because the bowl's over oh, it's there. Over here. Yeah. Okay. I was sitting there going, man, why can't I do this? I oh, no that's idea. why. Because right. I don't even have it in my control. Hmm. It is crazy. Um. So, what'd you guys think about Enoch, the third book of Enoch? That's been the craziest one. I mean, it since really all the ones we've read, that's been probably the one that really like the well. most relevant to our time. Yes. And I'm sure as you go through and you read mm -hmm. them, everybody else takes their own hits from them, whatnot, whatever it, it is. It's all beholden to the eye of the person of the person reading it or seeing it, whatnot. I get all that. My point is this, how much of that shit is scarily, eerily familiar to what we're seeing today? I mean, no joke, no bullshit, all, all crap aside. How much of that shit are we seeing today? How much of that shit are you guys seeing today? How much of that shit are we seeing today? I mean, just about all of it. <laughs> the descent into lawlessness and... <laughs> Just think about it. Unrighteousness. I mean. And that one was heavy on righteousness. Yeah. That was different from most of the other ones we've heard because of the, I thought just from how heavy it was on righteousness and what it thought about it. That was, hmm, I don't know. I don't know. Easy does it said. I even got some questions answered that I had recently. Me too. Mm -hmm. Okay, whoa, 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 stop. See, it's easy for Easy Does It to do that. However, you're like an on-air personality, so you can't <laughs> do that. So let me give you a, a hint about the fourth wall. Uh -huh. You can't break the fourth wall without breaking it fully. I gotcha. I know. So go ahead now. You you get your, your cock tease in. So now you get to tell everybody else what the questions you had answered were. 
Um, you might as well not hold them back. We might as well just talk about it. Who gives a shit? Well, <laughs> at this point, what's the point? You already pissed them off. I did piss them off. He'll be back, I'm sure, tonight, and he'll yell at you later. So I, you'll be able to write another substack. Tonight now. was the first time he's come back to me since the last time he yelled at me mm. when I said something I shouldn't, shouldn't say. Because I tell you guys a lot more than I'm supposed to because I, I don't give a fuck. I honestly don't. Um, but uh, I had a lot of questions about the judges and the underscore, and now those have been answered. So what do you know about the underscore now? They are the 70 the 70 shepherds mm -hmm. that go past what they are supposed to do in their designated destruction. And then the seven judges come in and judge the 70, the underscore, and then the four angelic judges judge the seven. And something else that I learned that I suspected, but was wondering about verified for me. The underscore, so those 70 shepherds and the seven judges who judge the 70 and the four judges who judge the seven, they are all people. They are all currently human or we think they are anyway. They look like us. And probably many of them don't even, aren't even aware of their role in this greater plan of God's, or they're just becoming aware of it. Because I think that some spirits, some souls, specifically those 70, those seven, and those four. Are trapped as sheep? No. No. They chose to be here in this time, in this place for a specific purpose, <clears throat> but they had to come and live as humans because how can you judge a human unless you are one, unless you've lived as one? Really? That's why we have juries of our peers or we're supposed to, right? When you commit a crime and you go to trial, you have the option to sit in front of a jury of your peers. So hold on with that theory in mind and the theory that you're bringing forth here. I have that. I have one question to ask. Mm -hmm. Okay. Donald Trump is going to be brought in front of a jury of his peers. Do you think that'll be a fair jury? No, that's why I said that's why we're supposed to. However, man has corrupted everything that, God's law initially put into place or almost everything. So, well, now we may not actually be judged by a jury of our peers, right? You can, how many of the January Sixers went to court in DC? Those are certainly not their peers. That's not from their community, from people who think the same way they do or understand their motivations. Those are not their peers. Those are their adversaries. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's, that's where I was going mm -hmm. with this. But God's law is different. because God's law is pure. And I think the 70 that go beyond the underscore, as it were, they were always meant to go beyond, obviously, or it wouldn't have been written because their souls were already corrupted. That's why they were chosen for this. Maybe they were given an option before they came to this time and place to try and redeem themselves 
but their souls had already been corrupted. And so their chance at redemption was always going to be their conviction. But the seven and the four, the seven that judge the 70, the four that judge the seven, God that judges the four. I think all of those judges are here, are alive on earth right now because they had to experience what it's like to live in this time and place to truly be able to judge another human. So, and you're right, Robin, there is no redemption for fallen angels. I'm not talking necessarily about fallen angels. I'm talking about corrupted souls. Angels are different. Angels are a different class. And don't get me wrong, the four judges and the seven judges, that's actually, those are their own class of angels. Um, the underscore, the 70 is a, another subset, but the fallen angels were generally, well, the primary one was an archangel. And he will also be judged by a jury of his peers, as we learned here. And that was the other thing that we that I learned, the other question that, that I had answered. Humanity is going to be judged, but what about the angels? Is everything going to be judged? Yes, we learned that. After man is judged, the angels are judged by each other. The fallen angels will be judged by the archangels that have not fallen. They have their own system in place. So, but they too, again, rely on their different, they're on a different plane. It's their existence doesn't really cohabitate with ours their existence is above ours however they can influence us on our on their behalf they can do that they've been doing that they've been trying to apparently the crowd has gotten much smaller just saying mm -hmm. there's reasons for that look at all the shit that's going on around us you, you can't say that what we're experiencing is stuff we've ever seen we've never seen this never we have never seen any part of this and again in Enoch, he said that too, that in the end days, you'll see things, you everything you'll see will be nothing you've ever seen before. I mean, that's not exactly the words, but that was the gist of it. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing shit. We never, same, Sam Bankman freed. How many of you thought he was going to jail for the rest of his life? <laughs> I didn't. I knew it was going to, they, please, they just, they let him go. Holy shit. He's going to walk away from this. Mm -hmm. The U S justice department is not pressing charges. He is going to walk away from this. Mm -hmm. The Bahama court does not have enough to do anything about this. Most of the crime took place in the U S yeah, but our department of justice is corrupt. Of course. And that is the point. That's what we're supposed to be seeing right now is the corruption. That's what's on full display. Look at it. You, you can't turn the page in a newspaper today and not see something about the FBI, not see something about the secret service, not figuring out whose Coke was in the white house, not figuring out who was doing what, when and where and why 
Think about it. We are seeing shit we have never, ever seen in our whole entire lives. Never. Robin, too. I I would also love to know what that chick on the American flight said. Uh, saw when she said that motherfucker is not real, dude. She's like the most popular chick on the internet. She had to shut. She was on. She apparently was going on a cruise when that happened, so she was like disconnected from social media. And she came back to find out that she's like the number one star on social media. She had to shut all of her accounts down. Seriously. Hey, fucking hey. And I, I I pray to God she's already married because everybody in the whole world thinks she's smoking hot. And, she's got uh, a big set of tits. I mean, I she, mean, she really does. She had a great really skin, big set of tits. Great skin, great tits, all the way. Yes, and I did tweet about her today because uh, someone someone asked if uh, if they thought she was hot, and I was like, she's got good skin and great tits. Take it from a straight woman. Oh, and she can think for herself. Take it from a straight woman. She's a keeper. She's a hot one. She is a hot one. <sighs> Oh, yes. One more time. Well, but one more time because it's Sunday fun day. We'll get the fuck out of here. And it's church. And you know what? It's how we show our love for the wonderful things that God has put on this earth. So how's that? One of the things we do. You know? And a tribute to Justin. I know. I And yes, and uh, anonymity, the DOJ is trying to... Put Devin Archer in jail. They are yes. literally obstructing justice. They the are, Department of Justice is, is obst actively obstructing justice. Yes. We'll get into that tomorrow night. No, I've got a whole other theory on that. And you're, it's going to blow your top when, it, when I tell you. They just stand by. We're going to get into that political night. We don't talk politics today. Today is God and fun shit. All right, give me the lighter. Let's yeah. go. Um, yeah, so, I heard the story that she heard the guy blink sideways too. Lizard Liz. <laughs> Either way, if you got it and you're able to do it, let's smoke it up. I should start this since I did add it to the stream here. What the fuck am I doing? I don't know. I don't know Not either. your job. Apparently, falling down on the job. It's from the bone. It's from the bone. Get you some. <clears throat> you can do it. Smoke and it up. Elon is contributing to the theory that birds are fake. As he renamed Twitter. But we're not. No, no stop. That's not political. He literally, that's conspiracy okay. theory. Right. He literally tweeted, tweeted, I always knew birds weren't real or some shit like that. Yeah, but that's because, come on. <laughs> he changed the name of fucking Twitter. Come on. But you Big know, deal. all the Q-tards are going to be like, well, if you look at post numbers, blah blah blah, and then there's an look, X here, and then and there's an X here, post from here, and it's true, birds aren't real. And when I talk about cutards, I'm not talking about anons, by the way, I'm talking about cutards, people that just solely they stretch way too far. They're the same people that interpret the Bible. Okay. Yeah, they don't listen to it. The Bible is not an interpretation. It is a literal text. If they are talking about something as a parable, guess what? 
they call it a parable. If they're telling you a vision, they say this is a vision, meaning it's going to happen. A prophecy, something that's going to happen. A parable is a story that didn't really happen, but it puts out, it gives you a moral, okay? It tries to tell, it tries to teach you a lesson as it is. But most of the Bible is literal and it tells you when it's not. The cue posts are the same. Not that I think the Q posts are like the new Bible or anything, and I don't think Q is Jesus, but I do think that Q was angelically inspired. I think the Q posts were the original. Well, we were told that God would send a messenger to try and wake up the world before at the start of the little time of trouble. And that's what I think the Q posts were. Thunder kicks. And those two were corrupted by man. <laughs> Just like everything else at the end, supposed to be. So. Pick that up, please, because I'm a The FBI knocks on your door. What do we tell them? Nah, bear. Nah, bear. Nope. Give them the nah. Kiss my ass, sweetheart. Anyway. So we're going to get the fuck out of here because it's about that time. It is. I got to go make dinner and put the birds up. We're getting visited by the dogs. Yeah. Well, their dinner's not for a while yet because they usually eat after the regular show, so they're used to it. But one of these days it's gonna catch up to us. It, it doesn't like Either when way. we play a video no. and come up and screen beside it. No, it doesn't like that at all. And uh, now it's it frozen. Fucks up and now we're retarded looking and because it's like still playing that. Yeah, I know. And it doesn't it's not, it shouldn't though. be. I know. Because I already paused it 25 times. Well, it unpaused it. Yeah. Like, I mean, come on. Seriously, StreamYard? <sighs> okay. Today? There we go. Jesus it's, Christ. It's, it's like a retard. It's like mm -hmm. the blind leading the blind. Anyway, okay. we'll be back tomorrow night, 545 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the regular show. You can also check out the lovely Liana tomorrow morning at 9.05 over on pill.net or on Rumble at her mm -hmm. channel, the Liana Wilbert show you can check it out over there and it'll be the tna variety show is what you're looking for go check it out there it is always a lot of fun and that's the first show you need to watch in the morning because our show always follows with shit that echoes her show so we try to keep in touch and we talk about the shit we're going to talk about in each other's shows we try to make them vibe so if you're not checking her out, check her out, please. I'm begging you because she gives you the early morning anger. I give you the anger right before you go to bed. Get, keep your heart still beating. You know, that type of shit. And Either as, way. As the mother of the apocalypse, I give you the calm. Before the storm. <laughs> be accurate. How does that, that happen? Be accurate. And yes, Griff, I know y'all got to see Annie. She came in here and made her little cameo because she loves to come in on the show. She yeah. comes in every night, by the way. She doesn't always, she usually comes on when the song starts. So she doesn't always make it onto the camera, but she tries because she'll, she'll come in like gangbusters. She's like, oh, it's time for my cameo. Here she'll come. run shoulder first into the door. She, just she can open the damn door. Like, no joke. She's no joke. Anyway, anyway, so, so we'll, 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 we will be back tomorrow night. Uh, till then, for the Mick and B Lynn, have a great night, fuckers, and uh, we'll see you then. Thanks for watching. And remember that God in reverse is dog. Just saying.
or dog in reverse is God. Because dogs are passages for souls. And if you don't like dogs, I don't like you. Sorry. <laughs> she said it, not me. Thanks for watching, y'all. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great night. Peace, bitches.